Welcome back to Word of God. We're three English majors who have set out to analyze Supernatural now that it's done to figure out what was it supposed to be, what did it become, and how. I'm Ash, the old-time fan. My pronouns are vivim or it its, and you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash ashcommaman. I'm Emma the Latecomer. I use she, her, and they, them pronouns. You can follow me on Tumblr at Lazarus Emma. I'm Wyatt, the newcomer. I use he, him pronouns. You can follow me on Twitter at Topple Thrones, and I was mostly right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Welcome to the way finale, bitches. Actually, um, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can follow the show on Tumblr and Twitter <laughs> at Word of Godcast. Uh, welcome to the finale. Here's some content warnings. Content warnings for this episode include kidnapping, missing persons, fires, death in a house fire, death of a sibling, death by stabbing, drugs, lost time, excessive violence, threats to family, disordered eating, and suicidal ideation. If you'd like us to warn for something we don't already flag, you can reach us through our ask box on Tumblr or shoot an email to wordofgodcast at gmail.com. Okay, welcome to the finale. Season two is over. It's over. That's it. That's it. You know who else is over? All these characters I liked. Yeah, yeah rip, rip and peaches. I thought they were going to get Ellen, too. We'll talk about that later, but... Yeah, uh, I forgot to put that in my synopsis, but yeah. Um, Wait, that's that's my synopsis. Oh, okay. Never mind. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Let's see if I can do this from memory. I believe this episode was written by Sarah Gamble and yes. Eric Kripke. It's certainly Sarah Gamble. I don't know if it's also Kripke once. I think the next one is Sarah Gamble and Eric Kripke. Oh, it Kripke. says written by Sarah Gamble. It's just Sarah Gamble. Yeah. It's just Ms. Gamble. Okay. Uh, so this episode begins with a recap talking about all the psychic children, uh, as well as the yellow-eyed demon. Who would have guessed that the finale of season two would involve plot? Uh, after all of that, Dean and Sam pull up to a cafe, uh, and Dean, in classic older brother fashion, tells Sam to go get them food, insisting that he not forget the pie. We have a very famous line here. Uh, the radio starts going out, which clues Dean into the fact that there's something wrong. He looks back to the diner and notices that it's pretty much empty. So he goes in to look for Sam. A bunch of people inside are dead, and Sam has nowhere to be found. Dean finds sulfur on the door, and oh no, Sam has been man-napped by demons. Uh... <laughs> Sam wakes up in the middle of a very rainy town in, I believe they say it's Oklahoma? (laughs) Don't know how rainy Oklahoma is, but... uh, So Sam wakes up, title card. Uh, He wanders around and finds none other than Andy Gilligan, the psychic guy from Simon Said. Gallagher. God damn it, I was close. (laughs) Anyway, Andy Gallagher. Uh, Turns out he also has no idea how he got to this very abandoned hodunk place. Uh, then they hear screaming, and they run towards its source and find that Ava has been locked inside a locker or a cellar or something. Uh, if you remember, she's been missing for like five months. She has no account of that time and has no idea what happened. Uh, they're joined by two more psychic people, Lily and Jake. We learn that Lily got the shit end of the psychic power stick, and she kills anyone she touches. It's uh, so... it's... it's... Hmm. uh... Big, yeah. uh, that... I mean, I've referenced it already, but that X-Men meme mm-hmm. about rogue and yeah. storm mm-hmm. um turns out that she accidentally touched her girlfriend Ooh. supernatural's first gay uh, character immediately uh, bridged well not if you not if you not count if you that count gay that teacher vampire, in faith also that vampire okay who but was the, it, that guy but, was not but, on screen what vampire the 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 vamp we remember we talked about how the first kiss between two women on oh, supernatural that was, oh that was a straight vampire doing gay shit for her boyfriend I mean, she might have been bi. We don't know. Yeah, don't assume people's orientations, Emma. <laughs> I'm assuming what um, the show wanted me to think. Whereas Lily yeah, that's is fair. queer in canon. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, anyway. I think Lily counts the most considering she's on screen and she says my girlfriend. She does. Yes, uh, she does. Don't get too attached, you guys. Nope. Um, so <laughs> next so week, bad, to... guys. It's so bad. <laughs> Literally. Uh, yeah, why why do we do Dean... this to ourselves? Because it's fun. We next cut to Dean and Bobby trying to figure out where Sam is. They're on the phone with Ash, who tells them that there's something big going down, but he can't talk about it over the phone, so he tells them to meet with him at the roadhouse. Uh, back with the Spoonbenders, they start looking around the town, trying to figure out where they are, and Jake gets attacked by a scary ghost. Ahem. I mean, a demon girl. That's <laughs> a ghost. Uh, Sam saves his bacon, and after Lily tries to leave, they decide to stick together because they figure that if any of them leave, the demon will kill them. Uh, Lily, however, wanders off into the woods without anyone noticing. Dean and Bobby arrive at the roadhouse and find it in ruins, burnt to cinders. They find Ash's body among the rubble, ripped to a legend. Ripped uh, to a fucking legend. Ripped to Dr. Badass. Someone make a, a sad fan cam. Mm -hmm. It's like a really uh, tragic trombone noise. In the arms <laughs> of the angel. The Spoonbenders realize that Lily's missing, and they go outside to see that she's been attacked by the demon and hanged. Uh, so, so. her girlfriend was fridged off screen, and then the other gay was immediately buried. Yep. Mm -hmm. We love this show. At least uh, the Sam... black man didn't die first, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess. It's gay people and then black people. Yeah. It's true. Well, no, although, he dies last. Yeah, although clear, his Jake representation was... person in this scene. Mm -hmm. I, feel, I feel like uh, we will have a little bit to talk about oh, once yeah. again with yes, Sarah Gamble and Race. I think I'm like 90% sure Jake was already mentioned in the Sarah Gamble anti-black racism post that we linked a few episodes ago, but I'll find it again. Cool. Um. So... Sam laments about how good it would be to have Dean around right now, and Andy offers to try and connect to Dean with his own weird psychic powers. Uh, he sends Dean an image of the bell in the town, because apparently this town is so haunted, everybody fled, so of course hunters would know it. Uh, Sam, and Jake bleh, bleh, bleh. Sam and Jake hang out a little bit. Uh, we find out that Jake is kind of super strong, which is a weird psychic power to have. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Sam and Ava have a talk, and he tells her what happened to her fiancé. He falls asleep, and the yellow-eyed demon appears to him in a dream, telling him that the psychic kids are not all going to be soldiers in an upcoming war, but if this is, in fact, a demonic hunger games, uh, where they all have to fight to the death in order to, one, survive, and two, lead the army of hell and start the apocalypse, I guess. Yep. Uh, yellow Eyes tells him that Sam is the one he's rooting for, which is why he's supposedly telling him all this. He also shows what happened that night in the nursery, and uh, while the kids are psychic, it turns out that... Oh. Mmm. I almost <laughs> said it. Cut Turns off. out that the yellow-eyed demon uh, just bled in their mouths, and demon blood gives you psychic powers. Yep. Um, so this means, which, which is weird, Sam says, does this mean I have demon blood in me? Which is obviously, like, a big thing that we can finally talk about, um, but also absolutely not how digestion works. <laughs> no. 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 It's fine. It's but magic it's fine. digestion. Um... So Sam wakes up and finds out that Ava's missing. They all split up to try and find her, and then Andy finds her in one of the houses. She breaks the salt line, and turns out that she's the one controlling the scary demon child. She got Jokerfied. She got Jokerfied, yeah. Uh, it attacks and kills Andy. Rip King, he and Ash are smoking weed and fucking in heaven. Uh, and then Ava screams, <sighs> bringing Sam to her. She's about to stick the demon on Sam when Jake comes in and straight up just snaps her neck. 
ripped to a girl boss. Yep. Uh, Dean and Bobby arrive at the end of the road and have to hoof it to the or hoof it the rest of the way to where Sam is. Um, with Ava and Andy dead, there's only the two of them left. Sam refuses to kill Jake, but Jake says that if they both run, the demon will kill them both. Uh, he offers to get in close with Yellow Eyes and kill him himself, so Sam's sacrifice won't be in vain. Uh, they both put down their weapons, but Jake has super strength, so he beats Sam's ass anyway. Except he doesn't, because Sam knocks him out, has the opportunity to kill him, and then doesn't. Just then, Bobby and Dean show up, yay! Except there's still yay. another episode left. Uh, Jake runs up behind <laughs> Sam and stabs him nice and good in the back. Haha, <laughs> get fucked. Yep. Uh, Dean catches him, trying to say it's not all that bad, but Sam Get dies Bobby. in his arms, and the credits roll on the echo of Dean screaming his brother's name. Sammy more like stabbed me. Stam, stab me. I'm glad you guys are capable about joking about this scene. <laughs> oh, I can it's... joke about anything. <laughs> Emma, I've seen this episode probably like eight times, and I've seen it. What is this? Four times now. It's. I still did cry like a lot. It's also very funny to You're me, valid. though, that, like, this is the Sam Winchester show, and his death scene was about Dean. Literally. I mean, not we only talked was about his this death last scene. week. It's, it's not, it's, yeah. The show's fooling itself if it thinks it's the Sam Winchester, so Winchester show anymore. Yeah. Yeah, we know it's not. Like, I feel like a lot of it is just because, like, it's more fun to give Jackals things than Jared, because Jackals yeah. is going to put his whole Jesse into it. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> it's over. We're done. Thanks for listening. Ash, are you alive? No. You were going to say something. It's completely gone now, isn't it? I think I was just going to say, mm-hmm. No, about, about Sam's death. Oh, not only was Sam's death okay, all about Dean, go. but so was like the immediate aftermath. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The entire next and also the next scenes, like four like seasons scene, of the show. <laughs> this particular scene not being about Sam is very funny. Yeah, Sam doesn't get like a hero like undying monologue or anything, which is partly why I was like, oh, it's fine. Like I already know it's gonna be fine because gestures to fifteen seasons. But uh <laughs> Wyatt has seen the old man makeup. Uh huh. I have, I have. <laughs> Uh, in shows like this, generally, if a major character is going to die, they get, like, a whole thing. They get, like, a whole thing, and Sam just got stabbed, so I'm like, all right, he's coming back next <sighs> they episode. They sure fucking do get a whole thing, huh, guys? Yeah. Rip to Ash, he should have gotten a whole thing. I have a lot to Rip say to Ash, about the last scene when we get to it, but my notes are just an entire <laughs> line of frowny faces. So that's um nine nine frowny faces handwritten. <laughs> Love that for you. There are some there there are some podcasts that do like Patreon uh things where like at the ten dollar level you get all our notes. And I'm just like <laughs> You can't read Yeah, that's not you can pay for it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it transcripted. That's not Yeah, fun. the transcription is I just ten out. sad emojis. Okay. All right. So first <laughs> I of all can read out my notes. It's just like no, all caps with six yes. emojis, and then it says no, yeah. Mine are also I don't know, like I that. see a lot. Um, all right. First of all, I love this cafe. This is the dinkiest in the middle Wait, of nowhere I have cafe. Than that. Oh, okay. Isn't that the first thing? The oh, recap. Oh, the recap. Really well, sure. <laughs> love you, Wyatt. Uh, I just love the music sting right as the fire in the nursery starts. Yes, and the music in. Like, as the recap fades into the cold open, mwah, chef's kiss. What, was, what song it's was so this? Good. I have no idea. 
Okay, the okay, transcript okay. says music, Boston, long time. Oh, yeah, long time by ah. Boston. Yeah. All right, we got Boston, we got Kansas. Mm-hmm. Okay, In the cafe, now we can talk different about music is playing, though. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is also really good. I like that effect. Yeah, I just love so this like cafe. I don't know, like, where. Music doesn't match the tone of the scene. Because, like, mm-hmm. the diner has, like, three people dead, you know, and, like, something is very yeah. wrong, but the, mu- the music is still just like, do, do, do. Do, do, do. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have a note before we go into the diner? Uh, we get Dean's famous love me some pie line. Mm-hmm. We do. Which the subtitles are wrong for. It just says that what, he, the... Netflix thinks that he just says, get me some pie twice. No, he says Bring love me some me pie, some something pie. like that. But he, he definitely did, did said I love me I, some pie. I, I remember introducing myself in a drama class. Oh my god. Uh, freshman year, because the question was, "What's your favorite food?" And uh-huh. I, of course, answered it. I first of all, I do love pie. Okay, I don't know if it's my favorite food, but I don't know if I have mm-hmm. a favorite food. But I did answer the question with a supernatural reference. Um, <sighs> you're powerful. Your shoelaces are so cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Wyatt, I'll do you one better. Uh, when we got an opportunity to do an open reading in my drama class. You will never guess uh, what my monologue was. We'll never guess what it was. It. It was the hussy. I do not merely write home stuff. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I so was supernatural, a huh? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's not an episode of Word of God unless we talk about um, how cringe yeah, I was in high school. Unless we learn some deep ash, <laughs> some ash deep, lore. Deep lore. Yep. Cringe lore. Cringe lore. Uh, cringe lore sounds like a warrior cat's name. <laughs> oh, the energy we're gonna have tonight is powerful and immaculate. Um, I'm gonna be so tired by the time we get to the end. Uh huh. Okay, I need to. I just need to say very quickly. This cafe is very good. I love the fact that it's like flooded. Like it has mm-hmm. like a little wooden walkway. It is the mm-hmm. dinkiest possible building. It looks like a shed. It looks like someone turned a shed into a cafe. And I just, it's literally I don't know. Like five hundred square feet, maybe. Like yeah, and there's three people in there, and it's like where who? I guess it's like a truck stop or like a road stop or whatever. And it's like yeah, just like one or two people work here. Um, but yeah, we we've talked about americana and stuff like this is this is the most americana thing just like cafe completely in the middle of nowhere all it's called is cafe mm-hmm. the transcript says it's called sunnyside diner but yeah well all it's all the, the vibes, board the says is cafe i guess it says sunnyside on the inside but they didn't even bother getting the sign on for the outside saying sunnyside mm-hmm. so my point stands yeah um while we're looking at the cafe uh the directing in this scene and episode was um i want to say noticeable it was robert like, i don't know if it was good or oh. bad but like it, it did make me laugh a little bit so i'm gonna have to lean towards bad like the camera does this weird like swing on the windows to indicate that like dean is looking at them panicked but it's just like the camera swinging around mm-hmm. um, there's like mm-hmm. a very dramatic like zoom cut onto the dead guy the first time. it's it was silly and then when he goes I... and looks out the back door it does that weird it does the slow-mo again. jitter thing yeah. Oh, it's incredible. I do like the shot in the next scene where it opens with an overhead shot of Sam that slowly like yeah. pulls back. I thought that mm-hmm. was pretty good. Yeah. The yeah. thing about like this the directing in this episode is that it's certainly trying for something. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, there's a style it hits, here. Sometimes it Somet- doesn't. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, yeah, I love the pullback on Sam into this huge, empty, rundown pioneer town or whatever the yeah. fuck, and then boom, title card. And it's a great, it's really good. It's really like, good set. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. very good, yeah, location um, for this to take place in. Just this weird, haunted, spooky town. It's great. Also, I don't know if it's oh. the angles or the lighting or what, but uh, when we first see Sam just, like, spread out on the floor, he looks extremely sized like he looks both very small and very tall like you can tell that he's a tall person but he also looks like a little baby boy this man is so shaped so mm-hmm. shaped <laughs> the place where this was shot is called border town um in uh north of maple ridge uh is a real place you can go biv- uh, go visit um apparently uh, a lot of movies like to film here because it's like a weird spooky town that's fun to shoot in and mm-hmm. you can visit it if you want to Speaking of the the set that we're in, the is it like Oakdale or something? Is that a real place? The town that was so haunted everybody fled. Like is that a real like thing? The transcript calls the place Cold Oak, South Dakota. Oh, that might Cold be Cold Oak. Oh, they're in South Dakota, not Oklahoma. Oh. <laughs> okay, I looked up Cold Oak, South Dakota and the first result was Supernatural Wiki. Yeah, there's no this town does not exist. Okay. Here on Word of God, we solve all the mysteries that don't need solving. <laughs> anyway, on Andy air. shows up. <laughs> you can get straight and... to the process. Uh-huh. Andy, Andy shows, shows up, up, and he's Bestie. on his fourth bong load. Mm-hmm. We love him so much. He goes, yeah. what are you doing here? What am I doing here? Where are we? I love him. I love I'm going to miss the way he keeps his hands in his little sleeves. His, long, mm-hmm. his big sleeves, I guess. His little hands in his big sleeves. Little hands, little man hands. Rip to so a legend. Rip to a legend. <laughs> um, yeah, I also and... like how Andy goes, "Your brother is he here?" And Sam goes, "I don't know where he is. I don't know if he's like it occurs to him that he he has no idea if Dina's even alive, because yeah. if he disappeared the way Ava did, and Ava, I mean, I don't know if he's put these yeah. pieces together exactly, but Ava left a dead Brady behind, so maybe Dean is dead. He has no way of knowing until Dean shows up at the end of the episode, which is nice tension. Yeah. They really just accept that demons can do time travel. I guess they all just got teleported across America, so it's fair enough. Not just um, America. But, Jake was in a oh, you're right, you're right. Teleported across the world, then, in Jake's count. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, it's like, it's... Such an obvious, like, gap that it's, like, immediately suspicious. And I guess, like, if Ava wasn't such, like, a charming, lovable character, I think it would be even more suspicious, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't assume, the first time I saw this, I didn't assume that she had time traveled. I thought she was, like, put in stasis, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of, like, mm-hmm. okay. paused. I guess. But Why? Well, at that point, we didn't know that there were different batches. So I was like, okay, so the psychic children have just been kidnapped whenever it was convenient and just held on to each other. Mm. For each other, I mean. I don't know why she would have been first, though. I wasn't thinking that deeply. I was like, yay, Ava's here. Yeah, I was willing to 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 allow it until everyone else was like, yeah, I just got teleported. I, I guess it's unclear. Like, they also might not have known what the time was. But yeah, it's suspicious is the point. Um, speaking of Brady, kind of, I was speaking of Brady, um, it was like, oh no, he must be freaking out, and Sam goes, well. Yeah. <sighs> I want to know like how she locked things. herself in that cellar. Did she have the, 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 the demon magic. do it? Yeah. I guess she that's probably fair. just like summon a little henchman. 
Right, yeah. <laughs> I also love um, Ava notices Andy and she gives him like a who the hell are you look and he goes, hey, Andy, also freaking out in like a much calmer way than she's been freaking out. It's so Uh-huh. Cool. He's literally just dissociating so hard. He's mm -hmm. he's extremely high. Yeah. Or I guess moderately high. It's only four heads. He's really killing yeah. his buzz. Yeah. Um, then they run over to meet Jake and Lily, and Ava runs like a Muppet. I love her. She like, <laughs> flaps her arms around. It's so cute. Wake a penguin with its arse on fire. She's very good. But um, thanks. That was my one uh, allowed Doctor Who reference for the episode. <laughs> you get one freebie. Mm -hmm. uh, brief, brief comment. I guess I quite like uh, Lily's uh, general vibe. Her like, kind of. Uh, she's she's gothy. She's got she's got some mm -hmm. eye makeup on. She's got her big jacket. I really like her big jacket. Um, mm -hmm. but in particular, I love the way that she just constantly is like standing away from everyone else and has her arms crossed like always. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. boy, what a nightmare her life. Uh, I guess was <laughs> poor Lily. Yeah. The actress does yeah. a good job selling the character for the very brief time that she's on screen. Mm -hmm. She's also this actress plays a character in season nine. I just learned on the super wiki. Yeah, she um, <laughs> she's also on the one hundred and iZombie. Good for her. My next notes are just Bobby in all caps with a heart, and then Bobby. Ash in all caps with a heart. Oh, you skipped over Andy says his yeah. You skipped over Andy. <laughs> uh, Andy what? has realized plot relevant things. He can. Now put thoughts uh -huh. and images this is, in people's this is heads, plot relevant. which he's going to use on Dean, oh. but we find this out because he says that this guy he knows was a total dick, so in order to get back at him, Andy put into his head, pointing at his own head while he says this, gay porn all hours of the day, it's fantastic. It's, it, I mean, it's like, it's bad and stupid, but like, it's funny, like it, yeah, it is, written, I don't like it, but I do like it yeah. as like in-universe. If if this joke was written by a queer person and it was being done to like a homophobe or something, that could be kind of funny. But it's mostly like done for shock that, like, value. Thinking about gay sex would be like a inherently punishment. funny. Yeah, or inherently or like funny. yeah, yeah either one of those yeah. things is like not great implications. But like when you read Andy as queer, it becomes much more fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, very funny that he's saying this to Lily, who has not yet come out. I mean, not to Lily. Yeah, in front of her. Uh huh. Also, this is a very, I don't know if I would say it's famous, but it's a, like a well-known joke in the fandom of old. Yeah. I remember it being attached to a couple of Supernatural, or a couple of posts um, in GIF form. Mm -hmm. Although I couldn't tell you what posts. I believe you. I said size of racism, and I have no idea what that's in reference to, so thanks, past me. Was it about Jake being in Afghanistan? I think it was more about having the only black character have super strength. Mm. But, like, because I knew that in advance, because we haven't gotten there in the episode yet. But I think, I don't know. There's a lot of, of weird not goodness, though. Uh-huh. Anyway, I love Lily Mean Lesbian. <laughs> yeah. Every squad needs. <laughs> I mean, I got more, Andy's like, depressed. I got more depressed lesbian Sam from Canonical, her, but... he, they. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Jake is a mean bisexual. <laughs> He's not that mean. But he did commit I, uh, murder twice. He did commit murder twice. He did. Um, and what's the, what's the last one? Is it a girl boss? She, they. Okay. She, they, Ava. 
I'm going to set this up. Let me remind myself to do this. <laughs> Someone probably already has. If I can find it, I'll... Like, if I can find one, I will share it. And if I can't, then I will make one. So then we get Bobby. Bobby is back. Bobby. And uh, I really like the way... Um, I guess we get this again later explicitly with the churches, but I enjoy uh like working off of like looking at omens and like seeing the shape they make or like oh they're all surrounding like this place i wonder why that's the case mm -hmm. it's like all these demonic signs and omens and then they're ash calls. smart and my notes yeah, say and then ash, ash calls. with two exclamation marks yeah heart yeah. i like how he talks with his hands even over the phone yeah and there's yeah. like he gets our final ash moment like is him going like what's up what's going on to this customer because he doesn't want to like say the thing over the phone which he's acting uh, super weird yeah. and then this guy in a cowboy hat walks by and like gives him a look and he's like what's up yeah <laughs> how's yeah. it going yeah it's i'm gonna miss <laughs> Folks, him if you ever are in a tv show uh don't say that you can't talk over the phone yeah don't be suspicious yeah don't, don't be, be suspicious. suspicious don't be suspicious <laughs> yeah that's how you die yeah, apparently. Never make a promise and always say the thing on the phone. Okay, now, I get, now I'm going to talk about this ghost because she's a ghost. Yeah. I don't care what the show says. I don't care what Ava said, what Ava's power is. She's a ghost. Sam, th this little girl acts like a ghost. She's spooky the way ghosts are, not that demons are. She does like a horrible like transformation thing. She like evaporates and flies around she's a ghost and i say this also because sam calls her a um an, a cherry which is not a which is not a demon like he says it is uh and a cherry is a ghost of a little girl in indian folklore uh and an indian as in india not native american which this is a thing that is apparently a misconception there are people who think a cherry is like a native like native american folklore it is not they are not that's my that's my mini folklore co corner there isn't a lot about a cherry uh in like english on the internet that i can find except for like a very brief wikipedia article but yeah importantly they are not demons they are ghosts all that being said i fucking love this ghost she's good yeah, she's i like a spooky little girl with like she's long scary nails effect. and a messed up face and the yeah, chalkboard that's just uh I will yeah. not kill at like the way kids write lines on the blackboard. Yeah. It's it's uh -huh. a very good really set good. dressing. Um I also was like, very... why on earth would Jake follow this tiny girl into a building? Because I completely forgot that he doesn't know about ghosts. Like he doesn't believe in <laughs> monsters, so obviously uh -huh. he would go I was like, why would you do He'd oh, go right. help a small girl? <laughs> he doesn't know he's in a horror show. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> and he has like no frame of reference or for what's happening. Maybe a little girl got teleported here too. Exactly. He's like, oh no, a child needs help. Anyway, yeah, Next. Supernaturalist continues to be wrong in a way that at this point is more just amusing to me than annoying. Yeah, it's just fun. I've just, I've just become emotionally dead. You can, you can Joker cut back to me like yelling about when to go and cut to me now just going, haha, they're wrong again. Especially because Sam was so smug about it. He like, yeah, he was through uh, it and he goes, just so you know, that was a demon. Like, okay, bitch. <laughs> Thinking, I love that Sam gets to be a little bit of a headcanon of Sam just being like a white guy confident wrong, uh, like makes this funnier <laughs> for me. 
and one of them goes like, that's a ghost, and Sam goes, well, actually. Mm-hmm. My next note is Ash in all caps with a broken heart emoji. Yeah. First we get the, the gang re uh yeah. going over how to fight demons or whatever, and Lily finally tells us that her demons girlfriend died. Or rather that yeah. she accidentally killed her girlfriend. I should be specific there. Love literally loses. Um Yep. Ugh, also this, it's so this sad. Line, this line, handshake, the very touch of you corrupts. <laughs> Are you dead? Okay, good. Um, okay. I have a question. Ava says she would kill for a sandwich. I, she hasn't eaten since who knows. It's true. She's been here for five months. What has she been eating? Has she been eating children? Is that the implication here? Is she Smiley eating face. other 23-year-olds, you mean? Well, it's a... It... Hold on. I This is the thing I was confused about. Because she said kids. I guess they're... I guess they're kids. They're kids. As a 20... As an almost 23-year-old, yeah. I am baby. Hold on. I now I need to find the line. Uh, yeah, she says children like us. Yeah, I guess like us. I, I, my head stuck onto children. And it was like just imagining Ava like murdering small children. Okay, I have a thing for that. Because like, almost said his name, Yellow Eyes, says a weird line that's treated like a one-off thing that has like bonkers implications later. But like, yeah. like it, if they followed through with that, it would have crazy implications. But they can't follow through with it because it was just a throwaway line that they didn't intend to do anything with. I, we'll 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 get to we'll that. come oh, back to, to that. it's later. We'll come back to that. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because, like, yeah, she's been here for five months. What has she been eating? Is she a cannibal? Is Ava a cannibal? Maybe she sends her demons out yes, we'll on little know. grocery store trips. <laughs> Maybe Yellow Eyes brings her food. See, that's that's funnier. I I want that to be true. <laughs> He, just he shows, shows up, up with, with like takeout. <laughs> <laughs> like when you win a soccer game and your dad brings you to McDonald's. Yeah, she kills another batch of twenty-three-year-olds, and he's like, "Good job, sport. Here's your McTees. <laughs> Chicken nuggies. <laughs> Here's your nuggies, Ava." I'm picturing this for the first time and like she's just done like horrible things she never would have imagined of herself and she's not yet jaded about it and then he shows up with like fucking an egg McMuffin. Oh man, someone should write this fic. <laughs> this should be a comic. Yeah, I'd read it. You know it. all those comics about like Darth Vader parenting Luke and Leia? Uh -huh. yeah. I feel like this is what we should have Yellow, with Yellow Eyes and Eyes Ava. <laughs> Actually, uh, I, I just standing off in the background like, what the fuck? I want to. We're not married to chronology. I want to talk about this now while we're on it. It feels unfair that Ava is the heavyweight champ of all of these psychic twenty-three-year-olds. She has killed so many people, and yet it's this one that matters. It feels like if the goal is to be the last one standing, she's got the dub like five times over. Well, What's, it's a tournament. It's not it's fair. Not yeah, they should have had, like, I'm going to, like, workshop Yellow Eyes' plan for him, but, um, the, like, synchronous groupings and then tournament style. Like, if you win, you go up against yeah. another champion, not like you have to keep killing more people. But I guess that was that's, like, the point. If you want your demon leader of hell, you do want them to have to have killed a lot of people. Yeah, and this is what I mean. Ava's heart is nails. She should have been the soldier. Well, well I see what you mean. Like, Jake sw swooped in and stole her crown without having to kill yeah. those people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like demon control powers 
would have been more useful than super strength in the finale there. Like you could you could you could get a handle on more people at once, you know? I guess demons wouldn't be able to come in with her. But if it's ghosts, <laughs> If well, her power is as it should be, which is ghost control, they're in a graveyard. There's so many ghosts. Okay, so I think the implication is, is that demon blood comes with a host of powers that one must unlock. Mm. And for different people, it yeah. unlocks certain powers first. And then with practice, the the other skill trees are uh -huh. unlocked. Yeah. So... Yeah, like you're playing like, Elder Scrolls, you just got to do the mind thing over and over again. You're you get yeah, mind experience. Because Jake ended up being able to do the thing that Andy yes, and yes. Ansem could do with very little practice. Yes. Um, and Ava says that like Ava started believe, out having visions. Yeah, she says I can't believe I started out just having dreams. Mhm. Mm she says switches start flipping in your brain. Yeah. So I think like it's less about whose powers are most useful and more about who has the grit because they can have whatever yeah, powers. I, I, and I continue to say, I think Ava has the most grit. She's killed so many people. It's true, but she's not the special Sammy boy. Yeah. <laughs> she's not the one is, uh, hmm? she's not the one yellow eyes is rooting for. I'm going to do it this episode. I know I'm going to do it. I, I mean, if you thought, do it, I'll I just cut we, it out or bleep it. I it's know. fine. I know what it is. I, I, I just thought we were going to find out this episode, so now my brain yes. is all messed up. You thought, you said to me that we were going to find out early in season two. We thought that was the case. I thought. Uh -huh. I thought. Been waiting so long for someone to say this man's two, name. And I was like, surely. But no, apparently not. Okay. Anyway, mm -hmm. Ava got uh, thrown under the bus is my point. Mm -hmm. She jokerified herself just for yellow eyes. her performance and... this episode. Like... Yeah. Um, Ava would have been a fun villain going forward also. Yeah, she only gets like five minutes to be a villain. Yeah. Um, when they find Lily dead and Ava, who has actually been the one responsible for her death, goes, oh my god, okay, that's officially... Sam, she's dead! She's dead! I love her so much. Yeah. She. It's really the Meg-possessing Sam of it all. Yeah. She's having yeah. fun. She's fucking with people just because. Just because. Also, right before that, she says, um, no, don't worry, I'm fine, except for every single thing that's happening. <laughs> it's just what it's like to be in your I early I love 20s. her. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, on the note of the psychic children, I like, um, Jake calls attention to this a little bit later, but I like the way that everyone is already, like, automatically turning to Sam. Um, like, they're, they're expecting him, mm -hmm. to, because he, he clearly is the most knowledgeable about these things. They he sense his protagonist the most experience with demons and stuff. Um, like he talks like he knows what he's talking about, uh, and so he just kind of becomes like this impromptu leader of the group, which is great for Yellow Eyes. Um, it also gave me, I guess this is my Doctor Who card, uh, very Midnight vibes. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. The way they all uh, at first assume that because he's you know the the most confident and well versed in this area, he's good to follow, and then like. Does that work out for them? Maybe not. <laughs> Does that work out for him? Definitely not. Yeah. On that note, I think it would have been cool if they were like, well, why does Sam know so much about demons? Has he been getting extra tutoring sessions yeah. with yellow eyes? Like, is he even on our side? Mm. Really lean into the midnight bit, but that's not the direction this episode went. I would have liked that direction. Mm -hmm. uh, I just wanted to go back slightly because I, I didn't... 
I, I reacted strongly to y'all in the chat about the roadhouse getting burned down, but not for the pod. So yeah, I'm really sad the roadhouse is burned down. I love having like a home base. I talked about that back in when it showed up in early season two, and now it's gone. They they burned it down. I guess Ellen Kirk and Joe are still alive, but yeah, specifically it's gone. Isn't it because he hates the roadhouse? Why? Why? Um, I have an article that I bookmarked so that I could send it. But okay. I need to remember to actually send it. The Roadhouse um, is good. What? The article is about a lot of things, but it includes how Kripke says that he did not like the Roadhouse. He was like encouraged to add it partly to add women to the show, which is where Ellen and Joe come oh in. Um, and he's like, and I'm going to find the quote. Give me a moment. Apparently he did not like them not being on the road slash he liked he did not like the idea of a base that's that makes me grumpy here we go i found the quote um gonna skip over some of it a big note that the network had at the time was we should really give the boys a home and some recurring characters and bringing in some women would be good and while i certainly agree that the show could use some females the roadhouse always (laughs) felt weird to me because it was a road show and i never really agreed with the note but i had to go along with it to stay on the air when you're telling a story about these two characters who don't have any roots and are lost in america it felt weird to give them a home which you know what is a fair point i will say i think we did the best version of the roadhouse we possibly could i thought the actresses were incredible i really loved them but i never loved the storyline because i thought it felt a little jammed in and so by the end of the second season i burnt the mother down damn yeah i have a i have a quotes quotes from the director's commentary just to go along with this because i think they're a little bit they're a bit more um off the cuff in a way i think it's funny uh so kripke says so here's a moment i feel especially good about the destruction of the roadhouse i was so over this friggin roadhouse and nothing brings me more pleasure than to watch the excellent dailies of dailies bob shot of burning the friggin thing down didn't make any sense in the world of our show it tries to have a certain amount of credibility i sit and stare into the camera for a second it totally blows that out of the water to have our hunters all together in, like, a clubhouse. There's always these hunters in the background cleaning their guns. Like, hey, I've got a gun, and I'm cleaning it. I'm in the background. I'm about to go on an adventure. So I was very pleased when we all looked at each other and said, let's burn the mother down. This has now made me realize that the roadhouse is a D&D inn, which makes me like it even more. Yeah. <laughs> You're so rice. Right? <laughs> also, rip to Eric Kripke, you would have hated the Men of Letters base. Literally. <laughs> I haven't read the article in full. I was working my way through it. Um, it's so far a really good article, really interesting. Uh, it also discusses multiple other characters that I'm excited to get to. Um, but yeah, the Roadhouse was added so that we could have like a base, like Wyatt said, and to add women. And then they killed off Ash, which is interesting, and mm. burned it down. Because the boys are not allowed to have a home. Every home they have has to go on fire. Yeah. Which, okay, Killing off the, Ash, the circular I kind nature of get. of the show is cool sometimes. Like, the idea that, like, mm. there's no way out. Your home is always going to burn down is really cool, and I like tragedies. Mm, that's um, a good point. Burning it I down do like, because you don't do like, like it as, like, because it was suggested to you. It's a little too petty for me to respect as a writing decision, but it's okay. <laughs> I mean, that feels like the sort of thing that you'd, like, kind of joke about. Like, it seems like the major reason was the idea of, like, not wanting them to have a home. Or, like, the reason why he didn't like it to begin with was because of that, right? Yeah, but, I mean, they don't burn Bobby's house down. That's much more of a home than the roadhouse. That's true. Like, you, I mean, I guess Ash does. I was going to say you can't really crash on the couch at the roadhouse. <laughs> it... I guess the difference there is the Bobby's home is Bobby's home and less of like this base, this this D&D inn. 
Um, it feels more like a home. That's true. That's true. Uh, I was just going to say, I get, like, also thinking about it, killing Ash does make sense because Ash is sort of a redundant character because yeah, Sam usually does the work that he would do anyway as, like, exactly. the smart guy. Um, I was Ash is kind of a deus ex machina. I was pondering but where Ash's character him, even came from. This is what I was thinking about at work today. I was like, why did Ash exist? And don't get me wrong, obviously I love Ash. I'm glad that he did exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, like, if the points of the Roadhouse was to add a base and women like why do you need ash why couldn't joe be the genius who does the computer work it's like hmm, hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good and point. then okay i talked about this in one of joe's earlier episodes i don't remember which maybe the intro probably no exit two six um where uh i said that joe was set up in a way that could have been a really good side mirror and instead they chose to make her a zine mirror which becomes really apparent when you think about not having ash and how that would change joe Assuming that like Ash was just incorporated mm-hmm. into Joe. Yeah, that's also and, like, probably why she's have, not the like, researcher, Joe right? So she's a Dean Muir. Who has like mad computer skills and Ellen who wants her to go to school and Joe who would rather be a hunter, then you get this really interesting contrast off of Sam. And instead we have Ash, who is kind of a redundant mm-hmm. character. He's there to have a little homoerotic moment with Dean <laughs> and to solve mysteries. He's there to drink Dean's beer and wear a gay little earring. It's true. Mm-hmm. In his little mullet. Um, speaking of Dean and his little weirdnesses, he signs receipts on, like, yes! gas station things as yes. Hasselhoff. He's such a loser. His signature is D. Hasselhoff. He's such a dummy. <laughs> Sam, Andy's like, what? And Sam goes, it's hard to explain. <laughs> Which, explain it, Sam. I want to know why his signature is D. Hasselhoff. Because you can apparently only have one signature. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's hard to do signatures, I guess. Um, I think it's really funny. I guess if this is like a famous, really haunted town, which I sort of, like I said, like my brain kind of skimmed over a little bit. Uh, it is funny to me that Bobby manages to recognize this, like vision this like image flash that dean has literally from just a description of the bell yeah yeah it's really My funny notes say, thank god for nerds yeah exactly yeah um it's also really good uh physicality from jackals in the scene he's like he's he's getting that psychic message his jesse yeah. is in it he bends all the way over and is like whoa <laughs> he's bending over is he uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Bobby asks, like, a vision, like what Sam gets, and Zine goes, what? No. Uh, he's, he's not enthused at the idea of being the little freak. Little freak. Oh, I just remembered that, oh, I don't know if this is the line that you were talking about, but there is a thing that Yellow Eyes said that uh, I was like, hmm, what does that mean? Um, which we're about to get to. Uh, although, yeah. I guess before that, this is where we, like, up Jake next. Scene. Yeah, I was about to say, up next, this is where we learn that Jake has super strength. Uh, he lifted a guy off a pinned um like vehicle that got flipped uh and then realized he could bench press 800 pounds which uh nart mm, nart (laughs) note down note down that number that will be relevant later not for long though no but i want to bring i'm gonna bring it back yeah um it's yeah so they're not psychic they're magic yeah jake says 
Um, Jake says that he never told anybody. It was just too crazy. And Sam goes, yeah, crazy's relative. Love little bonding moment. And then Jake calls Sam Jake says, I'm starting to get that. Faking calm for others. Because like he's, like I said, yeah, like this, I... this leadership quality where he's holding on, acting like he's got it together. And they, they do like this soldier to soldier bonding. Yeah. I really like Jake. I, his turn is so quick in a way that yeah. kind of bothered me. Like, I felt like his characterization, like, was good up until that point. Like, he has, like, a I've seen shit, like, kind of uh, vibe about him in a way that, yeah, allows him to bond with Sam in this way. Yeah. Um, I, I'm also intrigued by Jake's line. Um, it doesn't matter if we believe it only matters that they do. Yeah. Um, like, the appeal to Sam as a leader and a soldier like we the people who are you know in charge in like a masculine violence way that's not really what i'm going for here but like within that same sphere um we have to protect the people who are less informed less capable Mm -hmm. yeah and well for me it's less about like enacting violence for them in this moment and more like knowing how to like i guess get through a bad situation like they have seen violence yeah like familiarity with violence yeah Mm -hmm. and not in a like we are in charge because we can do it way but we are in charge in a way that like we can help other people get out of it way because we know what it's like personally yes thank you also i think it's like i think it's like they have been like sam has been turned to as the leader because andy and ava uh recognize his knowledge and if if they see sam falter or if they pick up that sam is not feeling confident then they will lose all hope Mm -hmm. yeah it's a nice twist for younger brother sam to be the one looked up to which jake would also know well as a soldier also right of like morale and all that exactly and then Yellow Eye shows up. Hold on one second. Right before that, um, oh. Sam tells Ava that Brady is dead, and she's crying. And he, he gives her, like, a hug, and I can't tell if it's Jared or Sam who's very uncomfortable, but he makes a weird face. But anyway, um, <laughs> I think that she genuinely didn't know that Brady was dead, and these are actual tears. Um, like, I have no way of knowing. Maybe Yellow Eye told her. But I think that yeah. this is her actually finding out. And it, it would be hard like, to she's been fighting fake. to get back to him, you know? Hmm. I like that. Yeah, I think that humanizes uh, Jokerified Ava a little <laughs> bit more. Um, my next note is literally redacted. You're such a bitch. He's such a bitch. I love him. He's so. I love good. him. He's so good. He goes, "You're not mad at me, are ya?" Yeah, I love him and his little voice. He's also got like a spotlight on his eyes. It looks cool. It's his eyes really look great. Good. Um. Yeah, when when Sam's like, I'm going to tear you to shreds, and he goes, when you wake up, Tiger, you give it your best shot. He calls calls this the Miss America pageant. Yeah, I noted that. Um, He also later, maybe in the next episode? Okay, in the next episode, so I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Yeah, he makes some more game show references. American Idol. Yeah. Um, Just like Mm -hmm. the the weird little emphasis on America and game shows, competitions, um, like this very Americana idea, but also like... Jake was in Afghanistan, but he is American. But, like, are there no blood freaks from outside of America? Like, is this 
a national mm-hmm. thing? Is hell only in America? Shrug. But just like the way the show is capable of acknowledging that there are other countries because Jake was overseas, but like the plot doesn't happen outside of America. Mm-hmm. Even though this is literally hell we're talking about. Like it only exists within the confines of national borders. Mm-hmm. There's um like why is it the Miss America pageant and not the Miss Universe pageant? Yeah. Tell me that yellow eyes. <laughs> hell should be <laughs> internationally available. Uh-huh. This is what this this is what globalization wants. This is what neoliberals want. It's everyone to have equal opportunity want. access to hell. <laughs> if you want to lead hell's armies you shouldn't have to be american to do that we we need Open more women hell's hell. army leaders diversity win the blood freak <laughs> killing you from hell is not american oh god <laughs> yeah okay i was just gonna say this is a this is a, like a common thing in um urban fantasy of like it it's the world is big the world is so big you guys and telling a story that like encompasses even all of america is hard so like i get it um i get like why stories like this often end up having so much revolve around a fairly small location and like select group of characters because it gets literally impossible to write a narrative that has such a vast scope which in my opinion i think narratives with i like narratives with smaller scopes in general for that reason but if you are going to be telling a story like this it's it's sort of a thing that you can end up being trapped by uh but i still think a lot of them do solve this problem by at least like throwing hints or nudging or like making references towards things happening in other places and like there are there are like urban fantasy heroes over like across the ocean like doing their own things maybe like hell almost woke up in like china or something but like some hunters over there manages to stop that and they have their own little tv show you can imagine happening off screen Mm -hmm. like um uh, this Why wasn't Captain Marvel in Infinity War? You know, oh, she was actually saving the universe somewhere else. That's it's a big mm-hmm. place, not all on Earth. But also, um, the example that actually first came to mind was uh, Percy Jackson, where they had like yeah. the big battle, and then it was like, and then the one on the West Coast also collapsed. And then in the second series, I guess spoilers. Does this count as spoilers? It's like, well, there's another camp that actually took care of that. Lucky you. Um, mm-hmm. Like there, there are situation and there's like an in-universe explanation for why specifically america so like it is possible to do this better than supernatural yes no one yes <laughs> yeah my point was like yes it's hard to avoid but also generally other stories do a better job explaining why whereas supernatural does not care at least this, not at this point. this is the show about their special boys and their special country mm-hmm. <laughs> um is this a good time to say that Supernatural was the most requested DVD in the U.S. military? Something like that. I'll have to uh, I have heard this fact claim. before. Yes, because I mentioned it, but I didn't. I don't think we've linked it yet. Yeah, makes sense. It's a. It's a fairly. I can see this as someone whose your job it is to shoot the bad guys of a show that is completely morally like black and white about the necessity of shooting the bad guys. Okay, mm-hmm. I found a live journal post that says. Uh, Supernatural is the most requested DVD among armed forces personnel in Iraq and Afghanistan. 
And this post is from, the comments are from 2007. Anyway, we sort of like <laughs> went on a tangent here, but getting back on track um, when uh, uh, some more stuff about Yellow Eyes here, he says, Sam says, you ruined my life. You killed everyone I love. Like after Yellow Eyes being like, you're my favorite, Sammy. Uh, and Yellow Eyes says, the cost of doing business, I'm afraid. I mean, sweet little Jessica, she just had to die. You were all set to marry that little blonde thing, become a tax lawyer with two kids, a beer gut, and a little McMansion in the suburbs. I needed you sharp on the road, honing your skills, your gifts. So that's why he did it. Yeah. And then... Mm -hmm. Mary died because she walked in on them wrong place, wrong time, which I think he's lying about that and straight up shows Sam the the contradiction to that or like the at least complication, because when he shows him the like flashback, Mary recognizes him. She says, it's you. And Yellow Eyes never bring that like that is not brought up again. The fact that they know each other. <laughs> Sam goes, wait, she recognized you, and Yellow, go Yellow yep. Eyes goes, yep. Yep. And then never addresses nope. it. Nope. King shit. <laughs> uh, there's a real king shit moment in the next episode I can't wait to talk about. Yeah. I um, fucking love Yellow Eyes. Um, before that, he's great. in this scene, before we even get to the, um, the flashback sharing, um, Yellow Eyes says, I'm looking for the best and brightest of your generation. And Sam goes, my generation. And Yellow Eyes says, well, there's other generations. Oh, yes. But let's just worry yes. about yours. Mm -hmm. Which is the line that makes me nuts. Like, has yep. been doing That is also the line that makes me nuts. He, yes. I, I like, forgot he says that here. Yeah, I wrote that down. What does that blood mean? freaks out there? Have there been older blood freaks that are all dead now because they well, failed? Like, I was, I was wondering about this because of the Roanoke stuff. Of yeah. like that, mm -hmm. like the them talking about this happening before, like yellow eyes or maybe other demons have attempted this like ritual thing. Uh, oh, the, wait, no, the timeline doesn't match up because the gate to hell was closed by Samuel Colt in the 1800s. Roanoke disappeared in like the 1700s, right? Yeah, but they might have been doing like a similar thing without the specific right but also, what i don't also, think oh no it was the episode, 50 it was it was says, so long it was, it was in the was it was 1585 yeah um ellen next episode says that it's a devil's gate not the devil's gate so like there mm -hmm. could be more than one right um what, so, like, could be maybe did in so, places that haven't been sealed by colt how did it get and opened also, how who made it also, are e the are there younger blood freaks out there if we remember mm. um back in season one the, yeah, the little kid. They were hunting yeah, Yellow Eyes' yeah. little baby. Um, like clearly, that was a similar thing. Yellow Eyes has um, plans within plans. Yeah, he got plans on plans on plans. He plans there were plans. some things he could not predict, however. <laughs> um, but we're just like never gonna hear about those babies, I guess. Yeah. Nope. Well, he's dead, so they still have superpowers. Consistency in my supernatural <laughs> plot threads. Um, okay, so we said the line, but just to call attention, we wondered last time what um, what kind of lawyer Sam was going to be, and Yellow Eye says tax lawyer. He could be tax like, exaggerating or making that up, but he did say tax lawyer. I think it's weird that Sam would be a tax lawyer, but I guess he doesn't want to do, like... Um, Crimes. Yeah, crime stuff, because that's too similar to what he's been doing. So I can accept tax lawyer Sam, I just think it's a little bit dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, it's also like he doesn't know the future. He's just being a he's just being a shithead. Well, he knows what he would have he would know what Sam has been studying. That's true, I guess, but yeah. I, yeah. Um, but the line that really makes me crazy in this scene is uh 
Yellow Eye says, it wasn't about her, it was about you. It's always been about you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, the protagonist boy. syndrome is canonical, but also, like, yeah. it's it's really good. This idea that, like, it really has and been like, his fault. Like, he's definitely been yeah, afraid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, this, this yeah. weird things happen to him. Maybe it's because of him. And, like, yeah. it really is about him to have the bad guy say to his face, this is your fault. Fucks me up. And it's also really good for um, season five. One particular moment that I mm-hmm. won't say, but I can text you. Well, yeah, I mean, and it's it's good for season two, right? Like we've been building up to this moment. Yeah, we've had next. Sam constantly yes. wondering, like, is it me? Like, is there something intrinsically like wrong or bad about me? And him also learning that, like, yeah, he's got demon blood in him. Like, I'll mess a boy up. Mm-hmm. And also, of course, there's the way this ends, which we'll talk about that very shortly. Yeah, back in um, Houses of the Holy. Uh, when Sam was, we were talking about how much Sam wants to be good. Um, this is what I was talking about. Like, I couldn't say then that Sam has demon blood inside him and has no idea, but he wants to be good and he can't. He tries. Like, I don't know how to finish that sentence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is led to believe that. Like, according to the can't. lore, he can't. <laughs> yeah. Like,. So get this. His, by his very nature, he is he can't do good enough. Yeah, he literally physically has evil within him, which <laughs> is what he's been afraid of all season two. He's wondering yeah. if he's going to become something evil, and turns out he's had evil in him the whole time, since mm-hmm. he was literally an infant. This is the Sam Winchester show, actually. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is all about him. I don't know. Maybe it's always been about him. So Joker fighting evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joker fight Ava. She kills Andy, ripped to Andy, just just gets annihilated yeah. by the demon girl. Uh by the sorry, the ghost, the Asheri. I'm not gonna stop. Um and say, Detective Sam immediately like clocks her basically and she so suddenly just like why didn't she just fix the salt first and then been like, Yeah, I don't she should have fixed the salt. That's so scary. Um and then she just goes through a shift and says, like, laughs and goes, "How'd you go in though? Didn't I?" Which She's good so is good. good. Oh yes, love when characters big men- drop the act. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Big Meg energy in that moment mm. of like, "Oh, I had you going though." Yeah, the, she's also like very said, good at fake the... crying. Like this actress is she very is, good at crying, is. and therefore Ava is very good at fake mm-hmm. crying. Yeah. Yeah, and like Ooh. I said, she's the undefeated heavyweight champ. She's like, I had no choice. It's me or them. After a while, it was easy. It was even kind of fun. I just stopped fighting it. And yeah, Sam's like, fighting what? She says, who we are, Sam. If you just quit your hand ringing and open yourself up, you have no idea what you can do. Which, yeah, speaking of us talking about literally having evil in you, uh, which I guess is why she gets jokerified like this so quick. I mean, I guess not quickly. Five months is a long time to be stuck in this murder town. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, and we don't know how regularly I, I people it, have been but, showing up. We don't know how many yeah. babies there are. But still, like a lot of the original Ava that that we know, like, is still here. It's just she's yeah, a murderer she's still now. Fun. She's just evil now. Yeah, she's um, she's also, evil and fun. In this scene, uh, Sam says, "Oh my God," and Ava says, "Don't think God has much to do with this, Sam." Hell yes. yeah! Love when they talk Classic about God line. and supernatural. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Jake comes in and just kills her. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Just, just, just snaps no her mercy. neck. No mercy. There's an interesting thing here, I guess, very briefly, um, about 
the fact that the show has continuously gone on about like when like it's not right to kill a human uh, but like i feel like this shot isn't framed in an ominous way like jake did like what else was jake supposed to do here what else were either of them supposed to do here like she's a demon wizard who's gonna <laughs> kill them both like he he did what needed to be done in a way that is like it's not yeah, i think that it's not it's it doesn't like relish that, like, the violence we don't but emphasize Ava's humanity anymore like mm -hmm. she's let herself yeah. become too demonified and therefore right. it is now morally okay to kill her mm -hmm. it's only okay to kill humans oh, right. if it's in self-defense or if they have given up their own humanity right. by killing I guess that's humans. the difference compared to uh, what Sam does in the next episode well not just by killing <laughs> other humans or they could have killed the benders if they have given up their humanity by reaching for supernatural powers that's mm, true mm, right right but then it would have been uh it would have been like quote unquote right for sam to kill and to kill ansem but we don't yeah, want but sam, I think sam didn't want to right yeah. but i guess that's what i mean is like i feel like jake is a almost a counter example here of a way you can frame it in a way that isn't like oh he's done something terrible and, you know they it's always frame terrible it to like kill the, a human, but sometimes it's necessary. like the deputy was in the wrong for killing the vendors i guess that's true yeah i guess that's true i i guess yeah i guess like sam and dean are held to a certain like higher moral standard yeah. than like we can other come back to side characters in ways. yeah uh, yeah, like, we and like Andy, early season two, we were worried about Sam potentially killing people, so we didn't want him killing mm -hmm. even supernatural people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and Andy killed Ansem for the same reason Jake kills Ava's, because he didn't have any other choice. Mm -hmm. And to show that other psychic children have committed murders, even if they were potentially justified. Yeah. yeah. So I guess murder's not the right word. Have killed people. <laughs> um, anyway. Um... After that, though, Sam and Jake have their little conversation, and Jake says, how do I know you won't turn on me? And Sam just goes, I won't, <laughs> which I thought was was cute. I liked, it's really I funny. liked it. It's very earnest. <laughs> like, Yeah, he's very puppy dog eyes in this scene. He's just like, just come yeah. with me, Jake. Don't do this. He's so cute. Which, like, sad. they had their bonding moment earlier. Like, they're, they're, they, mm, it's, <sighs> this scene fucks me up. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that, I get they, that they needed to do it, because they needed to have the drama, like, if Sam and Jake, like, ended up, like, working together, we wouldn't have, like, the next episode, it wouldn't, like, it, it would all fall apart, but also, I don't know, I like when, it's, it's the expected thing, and I like when characters make unexpected decisions, like, what, where would the story would have gone if Jake had said yes, like, there's, there's, I don't know. The, the it would have been a big swing in a different way that I would have enjoyed, but mm -hmm. now Jake has to kill him, and so he does. I'm gonna be digesting that for a little while. I want to imagine that. I might do it out loud. We might need to cut this. Yeah, it's but, good. Um, like it's good I'm idea, picturing, they try to leave, <laughs> and then Yellow Eyes shows up to kill them, but they don't have the cult at this moment. Like Zine is on his way, but he's not here yet. Mm. Um, although if the timing works out the same, he'd probably show yeah. up just around now. Yeah. Oh, wait, they don't have the cult. Yellow Eyes has the cult because he gives it to Jake next episode. They get it mm -hmm. from him. What if they get it from him? What if, what if? Mm. <laughs> okay, it's. I think this is the this Kill is... Your Dad show. So Jake and Sam team up against their evil blood dad. Yeah. Blood daddy. Blood, blood daddy. <laughs> um, 
All right, so Jake Jake punches Sam, um, which should have immediately killed him. Like all of this, all this drama about the knife, etc. Jake can bench eight hundred pounds. Uh, that is more than enough force to shatter a human's rib cage. Rip to yeah, that man punches like a car. Like maybe he wouldn't have immediately died, but I don't think he would have been able to get back up. Mm -hmm. uh, which I made a joke in the chat about how Sam's other secret psychic superpower is he has the uh, force delification shield from Mob Psycho 100, um, but uh, it only works on blunt force trauma. <laughs> Our boy can get thrown around constantly, but if he gets stabbed there, then it just slips right through. The Winchester He's Achilles heel. Uh huh. Yeah. Is is their spine. I mean, like, in a, in a not-joking way, like, this is TV. Like, we all know blood force trauma means nothing in, in television. Mm -hmm. Unless you need Zine to die in a car crash. Yeah, mm -hmm. I guess. I guess. But see, the thing is, is a car is a different, is, like, a different symbol than a human punching another human or, like, hitting them with a rock or whatever. Yeah. Like, we know as a society that car crashes kill you slash are uh, very likely to kill you, whereas, like, Punching someone? No, that's 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 just a little punch. Can't kill someone like that, even if they do go through a wall <laughs> or fly record, like six people. feet into the air. People die really. Don't easy. punch people. Yeah, yes, um, it's correct. Don't punch someone Speaking unless you're willing dying, to kill them. Can we move to the <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm done with my notes because at this point that's I'm, why I'm still cracking over what Ash just said. <laughs> Just the, just the the fully the the what is it not the evolution but the um escalation of don't point a gun at someone unless you're willing to kill them don't oh. punch someone unless you're willing to kill them. Mm -hmm. go big or go home motherfucker <laughs> all right yeah let's talk about Sam dying it's yeah. it's fucking sad it is it's very sad um the fact that Dean shows up but is, like, not Just actually too in time. Late. Yeah. Yeah. And the way Sad. he immediately goes, hey, look at me, it's not even that bad, it's not even that bad, all right? We're gonna patch you up, okay? You'll be good as new. <laughs> yeah. Denial is kicking in early, then he goes, I'm gonna take care of you twice. <laughs> That's my job, right? Watch out for my pain-in-the-ass little brother. And he touches his face. It's sad. He should've... <laughs> Listen... Listen, kids, if you're getting if you get into a knockdown drag out fight with someone, don't turn your back on them when they're not when you're just, like not sure if they're dead. Yeah, finish the job. Either finish Sam the job so or at least keep looking at them. Maybe they should have learned this way. after Gordon. They should have. So yeah, this happens to them like multiple times. I'm like forcing myself to not be sad. Sam deserved what he got because he was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you get stabbed well, you in think the back, about it, that's on if you. you. If he you, caught you slipping. If you think about it in a different way, it's Dean's fault for distracting him. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you think he doesn't think that? Yeah, I know. I know. That's why meow, I said meow, it. Meow. I said it to hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to hurt me. I'm literally watching Supernatural. <laughs> uh, we're all here to feel pain together. All I do is feel pain. Uh, do we have any like specific notes about this, or is it just sad? It's just it's my nice last thing. note is, "Damn, I can't believe this is all only part one." Yeah, yeah. Like Dean's entire life has been about protecting Sam, right? 
And then for the last, like, year, it's been like, maybe I need to kill Sam, but instead he's going to protect him anyway. And then Sam dies in his fucking arms because he was minutes yep. too late to save him. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, uh, we're, we're going to jump right in. There's more to talk about here because, of course, we get Dean's re- immediate reaction to all of this next episode. So, yeah, we'll come right back into this after the break. Uh, but before mm-hmm. we take that break, I did want to say briefly, okay, I... So to go back to the Sherry for just a second, because I just had a realization, even though I've been obstinate about the fact that this girl is a ghost, treating the show as it says, like on the cert, like taking, taking it at face value here, don't demons need bodies to possess? Yes. So this is a little girl. Yes. Yes. This is an actual little girl <laughs> who is like flying around, like turning into smoke and turning back into smoke, like getting messed up evil nails. I like I'm surprised that doesn't come back up. Wait, no, 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 no. But hold on. Sam says that they pretend to look like children. What does that mean? Maybe it's like a less literal sense of demon, not the way that we've seen other demons like Meg, but demon in like malevolent spirit way the, uh, like the, oh like yeah the, more um, like striga like than like yellow eyes striga. well i guess strigas are witches but yeah the rock i was gonna say the um oh my god i did a whole big fucking thing on this what are the guys called the zoroastrian dudes uh the devas mm-hmm. yeah uh i guess yeah, also so like demon is like a broad devas. category so like this one okay up as a little so girl there are there are some <laughs> any demons that aren't like the way like the the general idea of demons like any demons from any like non uh from any culture that d- the word demon isn't from uh like for example like devas or whatever like that's a that's a different kind of demon that doesn't have the same rules as like the basic demon in supernatural eh mm-hmm. that's how this works i guess it hits with the hierarchy of gods mm-hmm. all right fine i'll accept that <laughs> excuse um okay actor facts real quick uh i mentioned um jessica Harmon, uh the woman who plays lily is um nyla on the 100 and uh dale bazio on iZombie. uh and our boy jake uh plays alec on leverage yeah mm-hmm. uh, a show that i need to watch because everyone says it's really good me three i watched the first three episodes with danny and i have not been able to watch since you catch us in uh, three years for our leverage podcast. Which we're running mm-hmm. through the entire Riverdale in like a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Oh, uh, okay. We're gonna Super we're gonna take 100%. a break now, uh, and and after the break, uh, we will talk about the second half of this one. <laughs> Here we go with All Hell Breaks Loose Part 2, written by Eric Kripke and Michael T. Moore. Sarah Campbell did not write this one. I was, I was wrong when I said that earlier. Um, all right. Wait, so after who's, jamming who's, to... Sorry, hold on a second. Hmm? Who's, who's Eric Kripke and oh, Michael, Michael T. Moore? Michael T. Moore. Interestingly, the transcript only says Kripke. Huh. Why are you not crediting the uh, T. Moore transcript? It yeah. says that Michael T. Moore was the script coordinator on Supernatural for three seasons and counted as a writer for this episode and only this episode. Only this episode. Interesting. That's weird. 
did he, I guess, is he's the script coordinator. I guess he just, like, happened to write enough to, like, deserve qualify. writer credit, yeah. like, to, to qualify. I don't know how, the, like, the, the film industry writers union works, but I bet it has, like, specific rules about that. I exact job would be. I'm picturing it as this, um, this is completely pos- made up, so I'm possibly very wrong, but, like, I'm picturing mostly, like, continuity. Um, it's just like sitting over Kripke's shoulders. You're like, that doesn't make any sense. That's you. That contradicts what you already wrote, and just like doing enough of that to count as a writer. <laughs> I believe the script coordinator is um, uh, the liaison between the like writing and production of like you um, like as the coordinator would like take it and you like work with the production team on like script clearance and stuff to look through and make sure that like, first of all, like it, you need to make sure everything works and also that like all the like props and stuff and like things written in the script, like fit into what the show is able to make and do. Huh. Um, okay. And also like uh, legal stuff as well. Good job, Michael T. Moore. Yeah. Congrats on the writing. Yeah. Of it. Um, like if you if like someone writes in a character name that's like a person name that you can't do or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's what a script coordinator does. Uh, moving on. Um, so after jamming out to carry on my wayward son for the second time, we open on Sam lying dead on a shitty old mattress that Dean and Bobby have dragged him to. Uh, Dean is so sad that he can't eat, which we know um, he, he loves to eat. Man loves to eat. He's he can't. He refuses food. It's it hurt me. Um, Bobby thinks it's time to bury Sam uh, and for Dean to come with him. But Dean says he is done and tells Bobby to go. So he does. Um, and then we cut to Jake, who's like made this little camp for himself out in the woods. Uh, and he goes to sleep. Yellow Eyes shows up to him in his dream to do a villain monologue and threatens Jake's family to make him comply with his evil demon plans. Uh, back in the sad cabin, Dean does a soliloquy to Sam's corpse, which we will talk about. Uh, and then we hard cut to him taking off in the Impala. He has made a decision for what he is going to do, uh, which is go to the crossroads and summon a demon. Uh, he wants to bargain his soul uh, for the basically the demon will come take it in 10 years in exchange for Sam coming back. Uh, but it is not a good enough deal for the demon. So she haggles him down to one year. Uh, and if Dean weasels out, Sam will just immediately die. Um. So despite, you know, I mean, I was going to say bad deal. I guess like it's bringing a person back to life, but also it's eternity in hell. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, But regardless, he accepts this deal that is definitely got negotiated far down. uh, And Sammy is back. Uh, Dean gives him a big hug. He doesn't remember what happened. And Dean lies to him and says that he and Bobby patched him back up after he got stabbed. Um, We cut to after Sam's told Dean the whole story about the spooky town. uh, And Sam wonders how both he and Jake survived. Sam wants to go stop the demon now. Dean does not. Dean tells him about the burnt down roadhouse. Apparently, Bobby's trying to figure out what Ash uh, figured out. Um, so at Sam's insistence, they head to see Bobby, who is very rightly alarmed to see that Sam is alive. Um, 
Bobby informs them of all the demonic omens he's seen, which point towards southern Wyoming as the eye of the hurricane. Uh, he gets Dean away from Sam and then blows up at him. He's figured out immediately what Dean did. He's very upset. It's very sad. We will talk about this. Uh, they are interrupted by Ellen, who managed to make it here and is pretty traumatized. She happened to survive because she was out getting pretzels. She has more info. The circle surrounding Wyoming is five abandoned churches made by Samuel Colt, who built railway lines connecting them, which made a giant uh, transmutation circle. Sorry, a devil's trap. <laughs> uh, so the demons have been circling whatever's inside, uh, which seems like a cemetery where something they want is buried. Turns out Jake's job is to open up that crypt. Uh, and also, Yellow Eyes has the cult. Uh, he gives it to Jake, who immediately points it at him. He's like, oh no, how could you? <laughs> Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. Um, but uses his powerful charisma to convince Jake to not shoot him and go do what he wants. Uh, so Jake goes to open it up, but is ambushed and surrounded by the team. Uh, but then, just as it seems like, oh, they got him, uh, Jake tells Ellen to put the gun to her head. Uh, turns out he's got Andy's power now, too, as we mentioned previously. Uh, everything happens very fast here. Jake goes for the crypt and starts to open it with the cult, which works like a key, I guess. Bobby and Dean jump for Ellen and keep her from shooting herself. Sam shoots Jake like six or seven times. Um, and like he drops and is like, no, don't kill me. And then Sam shoots him uh, like three more times. Um, but it's all too late. The crypt opens and hell gets out. Big screaming smoke demons like blast out and fly off into the sky. The gates open. Uh, everyone like runs over to try to close it. Yes, yes, all hell breaks loose. Um, everyone runs over to try to close the gate, uh, except for Dean, uh, because Dean now has the cult, and Yellow Eyes shows up, and Dean tries to shoot him, uh, but uh, Yellow Eyes just, like, Jedi force pulls the gun out of his hand and throws him away. Um, Sam goes over to try to save him, but they both get pinned down by Yellow Eyes, uh, and he tells Dean that he did a great job. I'm so glad that Sam's back. Didn't that deal sound too good? How certain are you that Sam came back right? Uh, he is about to shoot Dean and then John shows up and wrestles him and yanks the smoke out of his body. Uh, <laughs> Dean gets the Colt, yellow eyes gets back to his body and then Dean shoots him. Uh, and then the others close the gate and now John's back and he smiles at them and like touches Dean in an I'm proud of you way and then vanishes. Uh, in the denouement, Sam and Dean talk about death a little and the fact that they finally done it. And Dean says, that was her mom, you son of a bitch, to Yellow Eyes' corpse. Sam's figured out what Dean did based on Jake's reaction to seeing him alive again. Uh, Dean tries to lie to him and fails. Sam, of course, is mad at him, but also promises that he's going to be the one to save Dean's ass for a change and get him out of this deal. And now there's an army of demons loose and the war's just begun and they got work to do. And credits. That's the finale. Whew. I, I gotta say, I think my favorite part of that was your reaction to John showing up. Uh huh. You just, you just, it's like, it's like, it is like wrestling. It's like, I can imagine like Vince McMahon screaming. It's like, it's John and he's here and he like grabbed, like he literally wrestles it's him. It's John with a steel chair. Yeah, with a steel chair. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I was gonna make a comment about Deus Ex Machina, but then I got the brain worms thinking about gods and fathers mm. okay mm. anyway this episode is a lot <laughs> yeah it is my notes have many many frowny faces um like i can't count them because they're everywhere 
Note number one, carry on my weird son. We've mentioned. It's always funny when they yes. put it. Don't like, at this point, it's funny because mm-hmm. it's, like, become memefied. But mm-hmm. it's also just, like, an interesting choice of song. Like, the, the tone of it is weird against the recap. But then, like, the lyrics. Oh, match. I love it. So, like, it's it's really good. I enjoy it very much. It's just a banger of a song. Exactly. As I said, the last finale. This is the point of the night I'm at. <laughs> Sitting here, acapelling. Okay. Okay. At least eleven frowny faces, and then I stopped writing them down because there were too many. Um, but I I do have one smiley face after he's such a bitch at some point. So my that's the vibe. My tonight. first post. That's so valid. My first post, uh, Kansas. No, is literally just Shiva. Dot 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 dot. <laughs> I already told I already told this to Emma and yet here they are. <laughs> listen. Listen. I actually don't have anything to say, but listen. <laughs> it's really good. Followed by he's so pretty. Dean was probably crying and he looked really pretty doing it. Bobby yeah, bottom fried he's chicken. Not quite crying. He's just like tearful and he has really nice eyelashes. He got him fried chicken. Cuz there's like a, a pen around. I don't know camera terms but like the camera's on the side and now it's in front like slowly um so we get to see that the like the curve of his eyelashes as it moves mm. anyway sam's body makes me very sad he's 23 that is extremely young. Yeah. he's just a little boy. bobby brought him fried chicken You're younger than me. he didn't even get to graduate college nope he's just a little baby boy he's just a, a little, little baby boy if okay <laughs> I am almost 23, and if I got stuck in a ghost town with a bunch of other weird psychic kids and then got stabbed, I would not be doing half as well <laughs> as, as Sam. Uh-huh. In fairness to Sam, being mostly normal about this, his life is pretty fucked, like, in general. Yeah. It's true. Like, I didn't mention this last episode, but when Dean goes into a diner and finds three people brutally murdered, he's not like, oh, God, there's a dead body. He's just like, oh, shit, hmm, something bad happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> touches the ground softly. <laughs> touches the windowsill, sulfur. Touches the blood. <laughs> touches everything because the cops are after him, but okay. My uh, third and fourth notes are God <laughs> in all caps, followed by a fucked up emoji, and wham in all caps, followed by another fucked up emoji. When Bobby shows up and brings in the chicken, uh, Dean says, I'm fine. Bobby says, you should eat something. Dean says, I'm fine. And then takes like a big drink from like a bottle of booze. Yeah, uh, he's not doing oh, well. Oh, my heart. And Bobby very tacit, like very trying to be, um, what's the word? Not polite. Tactful. tactful, thank you. Uh, very, like, tactfully is like, don't you think it's time we bury Sam? We could maybe... Dean goes, what? Towards his corpse? It's like, ooh, oh, Dean. Mm-hmm. And Bobby says he doesn't think Dean should be alone. Like, he is worried yeah. about his boy. He says, I gotta admit, I could use your help. He's trying to, like, distract him here. He says, something big is going down. Dean says, well, then let it end. Yeah. Yeah. He's all by himself. I and mean, he's not, because Bobby's right there trying to take care of him, yep. but Dean doesn't know how to be taken but care Sam's of. Sam's gone, and that's, that's all that matters to him. Mm-hmm. And Bobby says, you don't mean that about the world ending. And Dean says, you don't think so, huh? You don't think I've given enough? You don't think I've paid enough? I'm done with it, all of it. And uh, Bobby refuses to go when he tells him to, so he shoves him, and then he goes, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry, please just go. Ugh. 
Mm. This really made this scene for me. Um, and like it is melodramatic, but also that felt so real. Uh, I feel like uh, often in scenes like this, like the character blows up and the other character leaves, but the fact that like Dean, uh, like after shoving him realizes he's gone too far and is like, I'm sorry, like, please just go. And is like quieter. And Bobby gives in here and is like, you know where I'll be like that felt like really genuine to me. I quite liked it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But also Bobby's face. Bobby's so sad. He's so sad. He also lost Sam. Now he's scared yeah. he's losing Dean. And then he's going to. Cause Dean... <laughs> but also, I really like this this outburst as, like, going through the checklist of grief. Like, the five yeah. stages. Like, yeah. he's in denial. He's sitting there refusing to bury him. Then he's angry. Then we move immediately to bargaining. And he literally goes and bargains away his soul. It's really good. Yep, he sure does do that. He sure does stop at bargaining. <laughs> Because it works. He's like, I am not going to hit the depression state. I can't do that. And he's certainly not going to move to acceptance. So, bargaining it is. When Dean is um, monologuing to Sam, he goes, uh, but I screwed up. I let you down, etc. And then he goes, I guess that's what I do. I let down the people <sighs> I love. Mm. <sighs> yeah. The whole speech is, it's, it is certainly... Um, Dean starts by saying that when Sam was five, he started asking questions like, how come we didn't have a mom? How, why do we always have to move around? Where did dad go when he would take off for days at a time? And Sam, Dean would tell him, quit asking Sammy, man, you don't want to know. Or just a reminder here, Dean says you couldn't have been more than five, which means that Dean could not have been more than nine, maybe ten. And he does know the answer to all those questions, and mm -hmm. he is still the one in charge of trying to answer slash dodge Sam's questions. Also, Dad is already taking off for days at a time with his nine and five-year-old. Mm -hmm. And Dean says, I just wanted you to be a kid just for a little while longer, which is so... And then he died at 23. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Dean says, Dad didn't even have to tell me. It was just always my responsibility, you know? It's like I had one job. Like, the juxtaposition between Dean wanting Sam to be a kid and always knowing that this is his job from the time he was also a child. Like, Dean literally did not have a childhood, and he knows that, and he doesn't, like, process it as something that shouldn't have happened to mm -hmm. him. Yeah. <sighs> and then he says a lot of times, what am I supposed to do when it goes to sell his soul? Yep, this, he does do that. It's yeah. really good. Jack Wills is crying a lot. Mm-hmm. This is not even, like, full single man's here. He's, like, actually crying. Like, wiping his face yeah. crying. Yeah, I'm going to talk more about this um, scene later um, to compare it to some of the stuff Yellow Eyes says to Dean. Um, but, yeah, I echo everything that y'all have said. Yeah. My um, handwriting got real bad this scene. To, to go back slightly, the scene before this uh, where Yellow Eyes shows up uh, and is very evil to Jake... Uh, just fucking love this guy. Jake's calls. Jake says to him, "Go to hell," and he's like, "Been there, done that." <laughs> That's my first note um, for this scene too. And then, oh, well, besides, America, uh, yeah, he he says the beauty pageant that you said, um, and uh, threatens to kill his family. Uh, yeah, also says the American Idol. Yeah, the the game show references are really interesting. Yeah. Um. Also, 
Yellow Eyes says that you want to be a good little soldier here. So, like, we we know he wants soldiers for, um, soldiers for his war. But, like, the yeah. parallels between Yellow Eyes as a father training you into the army mm-hmm. of demons versus John as the father training you into the army against demons is really good. Yeah. Also, his his threat against Jake's family, I won't go into it because it's very graphic, but it was good. It's it was threatening. Yeah, it's very graphic. Very love, love like friendly, like quote unquote friendly, like charming character, just immediately saying like an extremely graphic, scary thing that he'll do to people you love. Um, and yeah, speaking of uh, people being bitchy, we get another crossroads demon uh, who, as, as I've said previously, if you're in order to be a demon, you must be a, a certain degree of bitchy, and it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this crossroad demon. She's great. She has incredible. Says, Look at you, gone and got your family killed, all alone in the world. It's too sweet. Excuse me, you're gonna have to give me a moment. Sometimes you gotta stop and smell the roses. Yeah. And then she says that he's following in Daddy's footsteps by making mm-hmm. a deal, which, like, we know, but that's the thing I'm sensitive about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she does a good job. Um, like talking him down um i guess this is the thing crossroads demons like um they're literally their whole like job and existence is to make deals with people like you're you're messing with the best here dean uh the way she like drives him to the point of walking away and then just stabs him with the make sure you bury sam before he starts stinking up the joint uh, and then she knows she got she she knows she got him on the hook, and says it's a fire sale and everything must go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she when calls Dean, Dean says a puppy. That ten years is the same deal you give everybody else. She says you're not everybody else, which is really interesting. Yeah. Protagonist syndrome strikes again, but then she yep. says like keep your gutter soul. It's too dar- tarnished anyway, which uh, is really mean, but also makes me crazy in season four contexts. Yeah. <laughs> also, people keep commenting, by which I mean the Crossroads demon and Yellow Eyes keep commenting that um, Dean got a better deal than John did. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, which, fair, yeah, I did, mean, he did. John died John instantly. A fucking terrible deal. He just dropped dead and lost yeah. the cult. Yeah. I guess Dean's soul is canonically worth more than Sam's. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, my notes get really happy mm. here because uh, it just says Sammy because he's back. Sam's back, and, and, um, and Dean is immediately happy. He literally knows he has one yeah. year to live, and he's happy. Yep, because Sam's okay. And the the like kicker is uh, Dean's hungry again. He says, "Let's get you something yeah. to eat, huh? You want something to eat? I'm starving." Yeah, <sighs> but it's good shit. And, like, that was, I mean, obviously partly it's to show that, like, Dean is back to his normal self because he's no longer grieving. Um, But also, like, the way his first instinct is to take care of Sam by getting him something to eat. He's not just Mm -hmm. like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm starving. He says, let's get you something to eat. But also the way that that is him distracting Sam from asking questions or going after the demon because he wants to protect him by keeping him out of the fight a little bit longer. It's really good. Yeah. Um... Also, and the way then, uh, Sam's like, I wouldn't have survived that. He says, I, you can't patch up a wound that bad. And Dean says, no, Bobby could. Like, really casual. Just, like, brush past that. Yep. Uh-huh. 
I, I like that the after the cut of like Sam telling him everything, Dean says, that's awful. Poor Andy. I like that Andy is the one who was like called out here. Like, yeah, that's the one he like, met. Dean really liked that guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like he heard about Ava from Sam, but he didn't meet her. Yeah. Um, and he didn't know Jake or Lily at all. Yeah. But Andy. And he was a good guy. I think it's really funny that all the hunters were... Remember when I was like, oh, the hunters, they're going to be looking for that guy that killed their friend, a.k.a. Sam. Uh, and then I guess they're all just dead now. Probably oh. some of them survived. I bet that plot point will still happen, but it is funny that's like, oh yeah, they're all gone. <laughs> that place is gone. Devastating loss to the hunter ecosystem. Uh-huh. <laughs> they <laughs> the lost their quest habitat. hub. Uh, when Sam wants to go to Bobby because he wants more information after he hears about the roadhouse, right? Um, Sam's like, well, let's go. And he says, whoa, stop it. You almost died in there. I mean, what would I have? And he just drops that sentence and mm. goes, can't you just take care of yourself for a little bit, huh? Just for a little bit. And Sam says, I'm sorry, no. Mm. Which, Sam, Dean has no guarantee that Sam isn't just going to die tomorrow. Die again, yeah. He's like, please. He says, uh... This, like, <laughs> worth nothing i i can't save you again you know but he can't yeah. say any of that so it's just like please just take care of yourself but sam is incapable of staying out of this fight <sighs> yeah prior to that dean's like get your rest we got time sam says no we don't dean says oceans aren't boiling okay frogs aren't raining from the sky yeah he just wants his little brother saved and then they go to bobby and bobby and the two demonic sus. omens are cattle deaths and lightning storms <laughs> I feel like you're just things that happen all the time, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> I get what he means. There's like a high concentration of them, but it is just kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I like how Bobby gets Dean alone, where he's like, hey, yeah. Sam, you want to take a look at this yeah, for help me? Yeah, with the books. Uh, Dean, come get the books with me. And then he goes out to yell at yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. It's very I smooth. Him. A little bit before that, I just love the look of absolute like. Oh, yeah. The look on, on Bobby's, Bobby's face. face when he realizes what Dean's done. It's, oh, like, it's good that he doesn't immediately snitch. Like, he goes along with what Dean is saying in True Hunter fashion, but, like, he is so not on board with this plan. Um, oh, right. Also, just before this, um, uh, Dean in that previous scene, he calls Jake a kid, which, uh, like, the fact that he's the same age as Sam, I don't know, that said a lot for me of, like, this kid who... This this kid gestures to Sam. This one also. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, also but yeah, very mid twenties to think of young twenties as babies. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, Bobby, uh, Bobby says to Dean, "You stupid ass," which is good. <laughs> I love him. I love him very much. And um, Dean says he's gonna kill Yellow Eyes himself. I mean, I got nothing to lose now, right? And Bobby grabs him and goes, I could throttle you. And Dean says, What? And send me down yeah. out of schedule. And Bobby's like, What is it with you and your dad? And Dean yeah. says, You know, dad brought me back. I'm not even supposed to be here. At least this way. I'm skipping, I'm like paraphrasing a little bit, but he says, um, At least this way. It's like my life could mean something. And Bobby goes, What? And it didn't before. Have you got that uh. low of an opinion of yourself? Are you that screwed in the head? And grabs onto him. And Dean just like, in tears goes like i couldn't let him die bobby i couldn't he's my brother and i'm so fucking sad that at this point my notes just turn into like a very long ah. yeah 
It's literally so much. Uh, friend of the show, Mitch, uh, you can follow on Twitter at WowCoolTrauma, uh, had a, him and I had a conversation a while back um, about the magicians uh, and the idea of self-sacrifice as a different kind of suicide um, and the fantasy that uh, people who like are depressed or like have a feeling like a lack of control in their lives and stuff like that, that fantasy of being able to like not wipe the slate clean. What's the phrase? Like to basically like make the world a better place with the like erasure of your existence. Um, and I think about that conversation all the time because <laughs> yeah, this is what, this is what Dean wants to do is like, as I have said before, he wants to be of use and like the ultimate way of being of use is to like give your life up for someone else. But also that, yeah, that's just a different form of suicidal ideation. Yeah. And then Bobby asks, uh, how's your brother going to feel when he knows you're going to hell? How did you feel when you knew your dad went for you? And Dean says, you can't tell him. You take a shot at me, whatever you got to do, but please don't tell him. And they're both crying. And then Ellen shows yeah. up and interrupts the moment. But they're... <laughs> He's 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 still trying to protect Sam. I hate it here. Yeah. Um, I like Ellen's emphasis on the fact that it was running out of pretzels that saved her life. I'm a big yeah. fan of the mundane in that way. Yeah, that felt like I have no specific reason for this, but it felt very Kingian to me of like just this like little yeah, pretzels. Pre like that's such a like specific detail and such a specific detail to like avoid getting you killed. Um, there's like a specific thing in like a King novel it reminds me of, which is why I'm saying that, but I can't pull it out of my brain fully. <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, yeah, it's a good detail. Uh, speaking of good, good details, uh, Bobby always prepared, always making sure. Uh, I love that he makes Ellen drink some holy water before anything else. Yeah. He's a paranoid yeah. bastard. I love him. Hey, it's not paranoia if they're really out to get you. <laughs> um, I also like Ellen says, a lot of good people died in there and I got to live. Lucky me. And it like holds on Dean for a little bit. Yep. The like mirroring of their survivor's guilt. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, 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 crazy. Yeah. On a much and then we get the note, fucking Bobby says, Full Metal Alchemist Transmutation decides to remind the audience and goes Samuel Colt the demon killing gun making Samuel Colt I'm losing my mind at this I can't this is even worse than Samuel Colt being like a gun crafting wizard he also built a gigantic <laughs> devil's trap out of churches with a private railway line I hate this I hate everything about it I hate everything that it says about like like the great man theory of history and about capitalism and of like industry as like a net good it drives me crazy everything about it drives me crazy I'm being jokerfied by Sam Colt saving the day stopping hell I hate hate it so much yeah well he didn't do a very good job saving the day did he <laughs> i guess that's true i don't know it's been there for like 200 years but yeah it was broken pretty easily i guess it, like a human can just walk through it yeah literally <sighs> just like relying on the human monster i mean you'd also need like, the well, gun if you're a person key. if you're able to Why? walk over iron lines you must be trustworthy why does the gate to hell have a key that can open it? 
because it's a magic key that's also a gun that can kill you. But why would you because make it uh, have a key? If there's a lock, there must be a key. No, I mean, no, you can destroy it. it. You can destroy a key. You can break keys. They don't have to exist. Also, you don't what need to make a lock either. You, you can just get concrete it over for, it. I guess say... they didn't have concrete in the 1800s. But you could just, just block it off. Just... Mm. What if you needed to get into hell for some Listen, reason? I feel like I feel like a gate to hell should have an even stronger like method like not method of security but like um should force people away even more so than the Sandia National Laboratory report. Uh this is this is not a place of honor situation with the gigantic black spikes like buried like 500 feet underground surrounded by concrete etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Well where did they get the cult? Like where was the key and where is the lock? Like in I mean there's no we don't know beyond like the old hunter guy who got killed by vampires. Like we yeah, don't know I'm where he got where that, right? Dance. Yeah, that guy. In 120 Dead Man's Blood. Yes. <laughs> no idea. Let me go to the super wiki. I mean, we we literally don't know. The show hasn't said yet. Where he oh, was I love physically. that the, if there's a key, there has to be a lock. It's a supernatural quote. Thank you. Oh, just you wait, babe. <sighs> okay, Elkins was in Manning, Colorado. And now we're yeah. in... This is Wyoming, right? Those are, those are close. Yes. Well, I mean, it's the Midwest, so yeah. I mean, it's not like California and New York. Those are like probably the same time zone yeah i mean in in supernatural the midwest is all one big town um yeah they share a border i i didn't want to say that without checking because i didn't want to get yelled at by americans who know better than me i am american for the record i'm just sleepy um <laughs> they do share a border those are like on top of each other that doesn't seem very far samuel oh wait we forgot to say this on air in the chat we were talking about the how dumb the the pentagram devil's chop thing with the rail lines is um and mentioned the post about outback steakhouse pentagrams so oh to yeah that. yep yeah that was fun yeah i guess this is another supernatural reference i get because I've, i know that tumblr post but i didn't know what it was i mean i knew like it was fairly obvious to understand what it was referencing but now i know the specifics mm -hmm. the post shows five uh outback steakhouses in or just a little southeast of Phoenix, Arizona. And, okay, it's, it's, the lines are drawn so that it forms a five-pointed star. But you can do that with any five points, and these are not equidistant, so it just looks yeah. dumb. Like, oh no, there's five Outback Steakhouses. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no <laughs> shit, okay? And, but whatever, the point is that the post is about, like, Supernatural hijacking this post to say that it's a gate to hell. It is. Mm -hmm. It is funny that there's a Walmart in the center. I do think that's funny. <laughs> it was a good post. But yeah, I mean, the, the, these Outback Steakhouses are not literally connected to each other with train lines. Which, like I said in the chat, I feel like someone would have noticed. When you, like, draw, when you, like, plan for building train lines, you have to draw them on a map. To, like, show the people who are building them, like, where they go. And that would make the shape of a pentagram. It's just going church to church. He's doing a little church just, tour. If I were the church people, I would be like, why are you making a pentagram, Sam? What you up to? What you up to there? I... Yeah. I was going to be like, I don't know if I would question a guy who makes magic guns. 
Yeah. It's so dumb. It's just so dumb. We just get used to It's really to, like, stupid. The cult is a magic gun. And then we just get bigger and badder magic guns. It's it's so stupid. It's so stupid. This is a bad show. I guys. hate it. I think this show I might hate be bad. It. The show is bad. Supernatural. Samuel Colt! <laughs> Why? Okay. Mm. Why the hero worship of Samuel Colt? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. You're watching Supernatural. Do, 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 do. Um, on is that it just note, because revolvers are cool? I think it's hysterical that um, Yellow Eyes is like, here, you're going to need a key, and gives holds up the, the Colt, and Jake goes, oh, oh. God. <laughs> Jake is such a normal guy. It's, yeah. He's literally just some guy. Yeah. And Yellow Eyes yeah, goes, oh, this isn't just any gun, Jake. This is the only gun in the whole universe that can shoot me dead. And Jake goes, here, is that so? It. And he says, yep, here, take it, and gives it to him. And of course, Jake points it at him. And why, you've already shouted out. Yellow Eyes is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, my, I'm shocked at this unforeseen turn of event. I love him. I love him. It's... I, I love the delivery. It's so monotone and sarcastic. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. This is where I have watch such a bitch the Yellow Eye bits in, in these he has such uh -huh. like overwhelming unshakable confidence he really like does. yeah here care. you go like literally jake could have just shot him but then he continues to monologue and i think the speech actually has interesting things to unpack for us because he says mm -hmm. um this will all be over you can go back to normal of course the army won't take you back because you're a wall but i'm sure you could get your old job at the factory back but then on the other hand, the rest of your life and your families could be, you know, every so great. Just do this one little thing, etc. But like the idea that he's appealing to this just some guy because I, the army on. won't take him you... back and his capitalism is going to crush him and his family. Like, mm -hmm. it's really interesting. What were you about to say? Though? Well, that's also like kind of where the game show, which is why I said that was interesting. Like, yeah, I was going to bring it back in here of this idea of... I mean, in, in game shows, you know, you're not made to do nefarious things, but it is still a thing of, like, you just happen to be picked and all you have to do to, like, win all these prizes to, like, be set for your life is to dance for me. Wait, maybe this is Squid Game. Just do this little thing. Yeah, no, exactly. 2007 um, like Squid Game. <laughs> uh, but I was just going to say, you can't just you can't just jump over what he says here, which is money and honey, health and wealth. Every day is ice cream Sunday. Yeah. He's having fun He's with me. He's such a fucking literally. ham. He's, I can't think yeah. of the word. Um, my notes here say television ad voice, but that's not what I meant. Like, yeah. the way televangelists... Like car salesmen. Yeah. yeah, like like a Or also like He's, a game show announcer. Exactly. He's yeah. leaning into that, like, coming yeah. for fabulous prizes. Yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. Calls him, he, yeah, and he says, buddy boy, you have the chance to get in on the ground of floor of a thrilling opportunity. Yeah. He's talking like a businessman trying to talk you into a multi-level yep. marketing yep. scam. Yep, yep, yep. Which is just, demons. Just to invest me. in this Bitcoin. Yep. Like this is you good demon shit. I love when demons. Will open the gate to hell. That sounds homophobic of you. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was just, just gonna say. I really. Yellow eyes did kiss so John on the mouth. To have like the, on the one hand this idolization of cult as an industrialist, but then also immediately have yeah. like this character is forced to open the gates of hell because he'd rather do that than suffer capitalism. Yeah. Like, how yeah. can you say both of those things in one episode, Kripke? Yeah. <laughs> this is also why where I start wondering 
um, why Jake and not Ava? Like, are these the last soldiers? Like, was Sam in the last batch of psychic kids? Of this generation, at least? Like, did we just happen to get Sam scooped up last? I mean, like, are there it's no interesting, because also... This, or is it just, like, there's no other reason for it to be Jake and not Ava? Like, why didn't he just stop after Ava? So I guess there must be no more. It... Sam just got lucky <sighs> to be last. <laughs> the fact that Yellow Eyes gets shot here makes me sad. Um, because, like, it felt like he was planning for this, you know? Like, I, th I figured in this scene, like, he knew that Sam was back. Maybe that's not true. But, I don't know, something about, like, him handing over the gun. There's stuff, I don't know, I got the vibes that, like, there's something more going on here. Or, like, it's, it's slightly less straightforward than that. But that might be me just reading too much into this, slash, like, wanting Yellow Eyes to be more than he is. I don't know. Do you want us to tell you? Um, I mean, no, it's okay. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll just I'll just sit here and be ignorant uh, until it <laughs> happens. But he 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 feels like the sort of guy who has like contingencies within contingencies. You know, he mentions later that's like he hoped this would happen. Um, like he wasn't sure, but like it was something he didn't bet on, but like it was something he considered and hoped would be true. So it's like he has all these different ideas of things that could happen. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like him. Rip. <laughs> Rip to a real one. And then we get this big action scene. Yeah. And it's so dumb because there's four of them and they all have guns pointed at Jake, but you can't kill a human person. So they just have to stand there and stare at him like this could have been uh -huh. over. Mm hmm. And then well, you say that, and then so Sam sweet. just mercilessly guns him down. Yeah, when Jake's back is turned, right? Yeah, yep. shoots him in the back mm -hmm. a whole bunch of times, and then in the chest, and gets blood splatter yeah. all over his Yikes. face. And then comes yeah. over to him, and he begs to live, and Sam shoots him in the face like three more times. Yeah, on that note, though, Jared's yeah. tough guy face is not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's a little dorky looking. It's very constipated. Yeah. He's like, look at me being a tough guy, which, you know what? Right, if I here. accept that it's Sam doing that face, then I will take it. But, like, it's dumb for Sam to be consciously making a face while he shoots somebody a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, when they <laughs> when they duck for cover, they all kind of, like, jump behind some tombstones and Dean does this cute little roll. There we go. I got to call him cute. Dean and his little roll. Yeah, Check it's that his turn time to do a combat roll. This really is a very silly face, just the more I look at it. <laughs> He's doing the Kubrick stare. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. We're going to get to see a lot more of that face. It's fun. Usually it works better. This scene didn't work. Mm -hmm. uh, he also gets some blood splattered across his face, so you know, really, Sam is, Ooh, Sam is evil he's now. He's dark Sam now. He's dark side. Dark side Sammy. Um... Speaking of me being unimpressed, John is going to show up in a minute. But before that, uh, Yellow Eyes <laughs> like, yoinks the cult, like you said. And then he says, boys shouldn't play with daddy's guns, which is really good. It's uh -huh. really good. I think that's one of my favorite Yellow Eyes it's very lines. Good. I love the way he delivers it's very it. Good. Just once again, all of the awards to this actor. He is just yeah. him handshake redacted from season five. Four? I wish I could tell you, but I don't know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name now either. But if I describe him to you, you will know exactly who I'm talking about. Okay. 
DMing. Anyway, like I was saying earlier, oh, yeah, actually... the way he's like, Dean, I gotta thank you. Demons can't resurrect people unless a deal is made. I know, red tape, it'll make you nuts. Yeah, it's um, really good. He's such a bitch. Again, the like, Americana bureaucracy in yeah. hell. Yep. The libertarianism. Okay, we're gonna have to talk again about bureaucracy and hell mm. when we get to certain things. We'll I don't see know. Next season, I think. Certain things. I mean, again, later, I don't know if it's. Obviously. Yeah, I'm thinking of something very, very, very specific that doesn't happen until at least season six. I think it's after that. But yeah, whatever. Um, I think it's crazy that Yellow Eyes tells Sam, I'm proud of you. I'll get to you in a minute, champ. Like, yeah. the, the way he talks like a dad is really good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially considering, like, that was what clued Dean into John being possessed is when John said he was proud uh -huh. of him. Yellow eyes lean so hard when an actual demon is a better dad than your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Gee, Sam, how come the CW lets you have two dads? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then when Yellow Eyes is like thanking Dean and implanting doubt in Sam, in Dean, um, he says, um, I couldn't have done it without your pathetic, self-loathing, self-destructive desire to sacrifice yeah. yourself for your family. And I hate him, and I'm very glad he dies in the next minute. <laughs> mm -hmm. But also, Meaning but also him. in this scene, the subtitles say "chuckles evilly." <laughs> I mean, that's what yeah, it does. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I mean, this is what this is what I said. Like, I wanted to um, jump back to Dean's uh, speech about because the the way he says, like, yeah. Uh, I guess that's what I do. I let down the people I love. And there's that, like, the the harshest possible reading on that is what Yellow Eyes has. Uh, I was like, yeah, this is pathetic. This is self-destructive. But, like, it is it is self-destructive. Like, he's right there. Mm -hmm. um, like, he's he's right in the way, uh, in, in a completely, like, unempathetic way, you know? Uh, there There's, like, truth here, but also, you know, he's an asshole. Mm -hmm. It's also like so horrible that, like, like the worst part here is that even sacrificing himself was still the wrong move because it's what the demon wanted anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like he can't save Sam mm -hmm. because either Sam is dead or Sam is a pawn in some demon's game. Like he has no win. There is no win scenario. Nope. He's trying so hard to be Kirk though. <laughs> yeah. And then fucking John shows up. Then John shows up. Does with a steel chair. Stupid fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> Dean gets to kill him. I mean, the demon. The, the slow-mo bullet, like this Tragedy. is the Matrix. Yeah, it's an extremely dramatic shot because this is the culmination of two seasons of and 26 years of trying to kill this. Well, 22 years of trying to kill this thing. And so they did... And he very dramatically dies, and it's finally over. And then John puts a hand on Dean's shoulder, and I want to cut it off. And then he's like <laughs> teary, and Sam is crying, and they don't say anything. And Dean gives, sorry, John gives them like this manly little nod. And my notes say, "Ooh, a manly nod, die." <laughs> I was so um, mad. I forgot that this was gonna happen. I didn't forget. I, I like forgot to be expecting it. You know. Real oh, quick, I'm sorry, before bad. this, there's a very important note I need to say, which is after 
first of all, the way Jeffrey Dean Morgan is just like kind of flailing around, like with his arm wrapped around like this CGI nothing is very funny. I think he does a good job selling it, but it's still just inherently funny to think about what that must have been like to shoot. <laughs> um yeah. and speaking oh, of which yeah. after that after um yellow eyes does like 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 pops his arms out and sends him flying back uh there's a shot of like the smoke swirling around like a tornado and going back into yellow eyes's body and like his mouth is moving up and down as if he's like sucking it down and it's really funny <laughs> it looks so it silly. looks like he's a dead fish he's just like going on oh, like it's really the most dead fish look. Like <laughs> I get a gift this really... for the refs. It's too good to not. Thank you. It's great. It's really dumb. <laughs> it's like when he finishes, he's like, it makes it, it's like he swallows it. <laughs> uh, so bad news for John haters. Yeah, I guess this is John's in heaven spoilers. now. Spoilers. Yeah, John is in heaven now. He literally I mean, it's obvious. Hell. He turns into white light. Of course he's in heaven. Yeah, I know, but like... And we confirm. know that there are angels in this yeah. show. Well, not yet. I mean, like, we... Uh, mm, people watching we this know. show don't know that when it's coming out, but we know. Yeah, John mm. is canonically in heaven at this point. From this point on. It is some small consolation that at this point, heaven canonically sucks. Uh-huh. Spoilers, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I I did want to say John seems awfully like composed and fine for a man who was being tortured in hell for the last year. Well, <laughs> all right, <laughs> fine. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, it's just more context. More context makes this. I, I can't say anything here, but like there uh -huh. is something to say to your Worse. comment, but I can't. So just hold right. that thought. All right, I'll hold it. I'll hold it close to my chest. I'll put it in my little breast pocket, and I'll keep <laughs> it there, nice and safe. Yeah, it's a surprise tool that will help us later. <laughs> um. Yeah, John. John's like, I'm proud of you, son, and goes to hell. I mean, heaven. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah that's it it's it's fine it did nothing for me <laughs> i didn't have the the rage for it that that you two did but i did just have like a all right i guess this is happening now reaction see i knew it happened and worse than that like i have every single season of this show in my uh -huh. brain it, to a certain extent so <laughs> ash and i are just i think i just think it's sidebar over here <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I just think it's BS that John didn't at least put his other hand on Sam's shoulder. It's pretty dumb. Yeah, that was that was yeah. Like D Dean gets that a whole hand, Sam just gets like a little smile and that's it. I mean <laughs> Sam is apparently his least favorite but also his favorite, so amazing how John managed you know, to gotta, convince all his Got to keep your youngest child guessing. Uh-huh. <sighs> All right, and then Dean's like, well, check that off the to-do list, uh, which is a very Dean reaction to having so finished his mission. Yeah. He's like, well, I have one year left to live and nothing left to do. Great. Yeah. Perfect. I can go to the Bahamas. <laughs> Literally. Let him go to the Bahamas. He's not gonna... Let him go to the fucking beach. I think Dean deserves a vacation. He He's not allowed to leave America, though. 
Yeah, and then I really like this where um I mean first of all they're like, Do you think dad climbed out of hell? And it's like, yeah, he was right he was right there, you guys. He what do you mean? Uh, but anyway, and then I Sam's know, like, like our whole lives suffered. everything as opposed to what, being let out for good behavior? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Sam says, Our whole lives, everything has been prepping for this, and now I kinda don't know what to say. It's like, yeah. 20, 23 years for Sam. Um, like, here you go. You got your revenge. You did it. Um, mm-hmm. And I sort of like... Do you feel better now? Yeah, and it's Are like... your mental illness is cured? It's I like this as a, as a sort of middle ground between like, ah, yeah, revenge, and like the other side of like, revenge means nothing. It's like, yeah, I've been in the revenge it. business so good. long, I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should go be Dread Pirate Roberts. Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's, there's both a little bit of like, I don't know what, we don't know what to do with ourselves now. Like there's that empty feeling, but also Dean's like, yeah, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, we got you. And then, and then they go talk about the deal. Yep. They sure do. And so they had approximately five seconds of being happy. And then, uh, Sam is like pressing and Dean says Sam we just killed the demon can we celebrate for a minute he's like on the verge of tears he's like playing it off but his voice is breaking and Sam goes did I die and like both of them are crying and mm, yeah and so Sam gets upset obviously and Dean says don't get mad at me don't you do that I hate him he's crying and I was crying and Damn, King, you got the whole squad crying. <laughs> like, he's 27. He knows he's going to die at 28, and he's like, don't get mad at me. Yeah. It's like, I'm just a little birthday boy. Oh, he's just like, if you're mad at me, then, like, our relationship will be ruined anyway. And, like, I need this to be a good relationship because it's all I have. Mm-hmm. I really like when Sam says, and what do you think my job is? And Dean goes, what? Like, Dean, like, this had never even crossed his mind is the way he reacts to Sam saying that. And it's really good. It's really good in terms of, like, when you have someone who is, like, younger than you, um, often, like, even though, like, when you're both grown up, you'll still, like, kind of infantilize them in your head. It's like the classic, like, oh, my baby brother. Yeah, your baby brother who's, like, 20. Um, Or it's like, Dean has never thought, about sam as like not like not not as an autonomous person but like not as someone who can be like him i guess or like can be like the responsible one can be the one who like yeah like has a thing that he needs to do like has a mission in the way like dean thinks about himself as someone who lives for his family and like what his job is what his purpose is a person who is to be of use etc etc uh, like he is, ne- he is so busy thinking of himself in that way that he never thinks about Sam in that way, or like what Sam might want to do or want to be, which I like. And so, in that way, good. he might be a little bit like John. Yeah. Like we had that conversation maybe in um, Dead Man's Blood, I think, late season one, where they're talking about you know Sam and John are having their bonding moment, and John is like, "It never even occurred to me that you might want something like what you might want." Mm-hmm. So in that way, mm-hmm. like John passed that on to Dean, and Dean is just like, "Yeah, I have to protect Sam, and I know best." And Sam doesn't really, yeah, like have he knows that Sam has feelings, but like it doesn't occur to him to like inquire about them. Yeah, good callback. Thank you. This entire show lives in my brain. <laughs> <sighs> oh, yeah. And then they 
do their dramatic trunk close. We got work to do. And, like, he's so we happy anyway. Do. Like, he's excited to be yeah. on the road here. Like, he's yeah. literally smiling here. He's like, all right, we're going to go unleash hell on the, on, you know, unleash war on hell. And, mm-hmm. like, it's fine because I got my brother by my side. Mm-hmm. My baby boy. He's literally like, yeah, hellhounds are going to come chew my insides like bacon, <sighs> but it's fine. It's mm-hmm. fine. Everything's fine. Everything's gonna be fine. Listen, we got fifteen more seasons of this, or I guess not fifteen. We got uh, (laughs) thirteen. We don't have any actor facts, right? There's no new characters. No, no new characters show up in this episode. Okay, so then um, next week. Well, not next week. Next week we're taking a break. Next week we are taking a break. But the week we after that, we'll be posting starting season three, interseason hiatus, and then season yes. three we start with. Um, I looked this up, but now I can't remember. Three, one. Hold on, hold on. The magnificent, the magnificent seven. <laughs> the magnificent seven. Hmm. And then after that, we have three, two, which I also looked up, and immediately my brain refuses to retrieve because it is midnight. The kids are all Thank right. You. Oh, fun one, right? Um. Yeah. Yeah. So we're starting off strong. Sob. Mm-hmm. I learned today uh, that season three is only 16 episodes because of the writer's strike, which also Don't I know that that's it. where Castiel comes from. It's not people can go look. People can go look at the number of episodes. It's, yeah, not, it's not a spoiler to say how long the why. season is. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a lot. We're going to talk about that when we get there or at some point. I don't know. I'm very come up. I'm very excited. I'm extremely excited because this means that we are only eight episodes our time away yeah. from Castiel, yeah. my bestie, my best best friend. Him. Yeah, Him. we're we're oh much God, closer than I thought because I didn't know that there were there's a whole like we are almost there, and I'm so excited. I get to do the synopsis for Lazarus I'm Rising. So fucking jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when will that? Uh, I when think season three is pretty good. Looking through. These episodes, lots of Monster of the Week with a little bit of plot mixed in. They're getting better at doing plot and Monster of the Week. Mm-hmm. Um, Spre- spreading that balance. Ooh, okay. 10 and 11, I'm very excited for. Wow. Uh, so, um, we will, if we stay on track, our <sighs> first, um, the first episode of uh season four uh that we'll, we'll be tackling will come out on march 9th which is not that far away that's th- three months and then ooh, and then two three thirteen ghost facers oh my god the ghost facers is good actually i just decided oh the ghost facers are coming back yeah season three is actually really, really good I'm holy excited. shit i think these are all I'm hits excited. except of except for maybe three six but it's okay because bella talba is in it so I literally just Googled 3-6 without saying anything about SPN. <laughs> all right. Thank you all uh, for listening. Uh, please rate and review us on the podcast platform of your choice. And um, until next time, I'm going to be opening up my toolbox of editing software and saying we got work to do. Podcast is 
The Last Ones by Jazar on freemusicarchive.org. Licensed under an attribution share-alike 3.0 international license. Find the link in the episode description.